Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I'm the captain. We are the sports brew. And this, my friends, is a wasted Wednesday. Figured we better catch up and hang out before we got too far into the uh, Christmas traveling season. Got family and friends and shenanigans to be had, reindeers to avoid, grandmas to save, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, anywho, let's get uh, let's get on to business, man. First and foremost, that's right, the one, the only, Shannon the Twitter Terminator McGuffin. Bro, are you ready for the mighty AFC South to come down to the final week of the season? <laughs> I would have never in a million years thought that this could have been possible. <laughs> it's a lot of eight and sixes up in that crew, man. Bro, what, it's, it's impossible. It's, it's the impossible. <laughs> Only in dreams, baby. Only in dreams. <laughs> yeah. Um, all, right, all right. So just do the Colts have a shot? Like, I know statistically they do, but it, do you feel like they could somehow steal this? Honestly, yes. <laughs> I mean, Gardner Minshew mania, baby. Yeah, buddy. We, we get the fail cons this weekend, so we should, air quotes, should, should. be able to handle that one. Well, you know, they're back to uh, Taylor Heineke. Mm. And maybe this time they'll actually let B. John Robinson play. Don't why, yeah, right? Why are you taking that dude out, man? So what if he fumbled? Come on. <sighs> Gross. I mean, it's one thing to give the kid a lesson, but like they're also so, sort of in their division as well. Like, why are you taking them out? Like, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> I don't know. File under you know reason three hundred and eighty-five. I'm glad I'm, I'm not playing fantasy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'd be so mad. I'd be like, what the hell? That's what a whole bunch of people in Auburn all raging out. Because <laughs> it, it is annoying, man. It is annoying. All right. All right. All right. Well, look, man, we have a surprise tonight. Apparently, this is brought on by not only has Doritos released a nacho cheese flavored liquor, which is the only reason I can imagine, other than picking the Seahawks and everybody else picked the Eagles, somehow, some way. The Degenerate showed up tonight. Unbelievable. <laughs> Talk about this is that Al Michaels line. Do you believe in miracles? Yes. Yes. Here he is. Christmas miracle. And it's only been, I think, the whole football season without a woo. So here we go. Ready to hit your cue, brah. Yes, sir. All right. It's not easy being cheesy. I know. <laughs> woo. Woo. <laughs> Your beard's looking extra fluffy these days, homie. Thank you. That's a you got a lot. You got like like eight ZZ tops smushed together. Like you, I feel like you're <laughs> like, are you gonna be in like a live action Lord of the Rings remake as a dwarf? Like, what's going on I'm, here? I'm trying. I'm trying. That's that's serious beard, man. Thank you. And wait, is that a filter or do you actually have those glasses with like the little? <laughs> this this is this is a filter. Okay. I wasn't quite sure because I if, if, I have seen people with those actual glasses, and I kind of thought you might actually have the like the little black with the white block bit looking thing on there. True. I can see that. All kidding aside, I would like to believe that of anybody in this group, if there's anyone that's going to have the Doritos nacho cheese liquor, it's you. Have you? Nah, no. I, no. I I, uh, I I just learned about it. Um, if somebody pushed it on me, would I try it? Sure. Am I spending a penny on it? God, no, no, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm kind of, I, I enjoy my bar cart. My bar cart is, is, is pretty sexy and I feel like I, I keep it well stocked with good stuff. I feel like that's, that's just, that's too, 
too comically ridiculous for me. Uh, Even I, for me, I know. I like the note. It opens with umami and tangy aromas of nacho cheese, moving to the deeper corn-forward flavors of the chip to finish on a soft, salty note. Now, I've heard of other things finishing on a soft, salty note. I don't know that that would <laughs> be my original lead-off. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't that know. It just sounds like a bad bet gone yeah. wrong. Well, ask all of Tyreek Hill's baby mamas. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, oh, no. I'm just kidding. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Woo. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> once you well, pop, once you pop, you can't stop, baby. He's got Nick Cannon says those are rookie numbers. I don't think, right. Is there is there like is there so like Philip Rivers? Is is Nick Cannon sponsoring like the, the baby making Olympics? What's going on, man? Oh, Lord. Like it, it, it's wild. We we'll have to circle back on Tyreek because clearly he's circling back. I mean, he's <laughs> you know he's doing his he's doing his due diligence. I think um, he he would he would do himself a favor if he got more familiar with backs, but I don't know. Yeah, um, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, was he rehabbing an ankle or was he you know what kind of rehab was he getting? Why was he off the field? What's going on? What is happening with Cheetah? Anyway, Nick Cannon. And, of course, everybody started, like, was it was it uh, Antonio Cromartie? Who was the one that couldn't remember all of his kids? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's Cromartie at this point. Yeah, yeah. And, which is a terrible clip. I mean, it's an awful clip, right? But, of course, with all the stuff with Tyreek and the, the baby mama drama and people suing for paternity and this and that. And, it, and like, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't he engaged? Like, he's engaged, right? And he has, like... What do they have? Three kids in the last? I don't know. It's like something crazy is going on. You know I mean? Yeah, there you go. Faces paternity suits after having three kids with three different women in a four month span. I mean, that is some that is some work, dude. That is some work. Good gracious. <laughs> I mean, there's a footballism joke in there somewhere. I Take a knee, get I, out of bounds. I mean, protect yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think one of my favorite comments was like, this dude can't even pull a pizza out of the oven, man. <laughs> like, it's, just, it's like, I mean, it's just, it's just like Twitter. Twitter was glorious. There was just a, a nonstop. Well, he's definitely stuffing the crust, right? Well, at, y yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so clearly, since this, we are close to Christmas, if anybody is up to stuffing stockings, it's clearly Tyreek Hill. So, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 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 Too much mistletoe, bro. Mm. Anyway, all right. Off of that disturbing note. But Mark, it right. is good to see you. It's Very nice good to, to be it's here. Nice to see you. And uh, uh hopefully uh you change your mind and then it was some nacho cheese Dorito liquor. <laughs> I, I think that would look perfect on your bar cart. And it would probably last about as long as that old Chili cook off. What was it? Habanero. That weird beer I had in my fridge for like a decade. Jalapeno beer, or something. Yeah, it was yeah. Gross. yeah. No, it was terrible. It was awful. We had two bottles. Somebody did drink one of them. The second one sat forever. <laughs> Nobody wanted that thing. Nobody wanted that. Anyway, all right. Well, let's get uh, let's get old Randy up in here too, man. Let's do it. Oh, Gaty Giles, dude. Oh, oh, look, man. You got to You got to You got to Slow your roll, man. The disrespected Ravens are coming to town. <laughs> and that's my problem. Why? <laughs> but incidentally, incidentally, look, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to hate on Baltimore, man. They have a good squad, right? 
but you're playing San Francisco in San Francisco. Like, what do you, you don't think the 49ers are going to be favored? I mean, what, seriously? <laughs> I mean, Considering their on, home dude. record and the fact that they're also 11 and three, you know, I mean, yeah. I mean, and they have two of the top players considered for the MVP this year. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, oh, by the way, one of the dumbest things I heard this week, and I, I don't know if, if y'all, if you ever listen to uh, Gottlieb or not, Gottlieb was out there I talking. I saw the article. Yeah, I mean, like, are you kidding me? I could probably go 15 quarterbacks deep at least that would have as good or better a record as the San Francisco 49ers have now if Brock Purdy was replaced by them at quarterback. I would love to hear his list of 15. Because I'm going to tell you, that's an absolute crock of... There's no way. There's no way. Because, you know, I, I feel like this is... It's weird because I feel like we've been fairly pro Brock Purdy for a while, and we've talked we've we've spent a lot of time talking about fit. You know what I mean? He fits mm-hmm. that offense. He fits that scheme. He clearly runs it well. And uh, I, I, nobody here has been like, "Oh my God, he's the best quarterback in the league." Nobody has said that, right? But what we have said is it's a good fit. He's got a high football IQ. Um, yes, there is elite level talent around him. We understand that. C Mac is is. I mean, that dude's. Yeah, I mean, he has a strong case to be MVP. Uh, Debo is obviously a stud. I mean, they have a lot of good players. It's a good, it's a very good team. It's a very complete roster. It's a very good squad, you know, but I I don't remember people sandbagging Joe Montana back in the day. Oh my God, you got Jerry Rice and Roger Craig. That guy's just a game manager. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like they're stupid arguments. And I don't know, I don't know why Gottlieb would say that. Now, if you if you say five, okay, all right, man, they're probably yeah, all right, fine. You want to stick Patrick Mahomes on there, you know, Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. You can list all five people that you could say they'd be just as good, maybe better, whatever. Fine, I'd hear that discussion, but fifteen? Come on, dude. Here's that that's, attention you needed, Doug. Look, man, that that's not as bad as like Cam Newton shenanigans the other week, but it's pretty damn close. I mean, at this point, it's just. He's shown that it's not, you know, it's not a fluke that what he did last year has transitioned over into this year. Um, And that if he does it, you know, and if he takes this team to the, if he takes this team to the Super Bowl, I'm not sitting there. Would I, do I think we have a shot at getting to the Super Bowl? Of course I do. But I'm not good. But come playoff time, I'm not going to just sit there and automatically assume it because it's playoff football. Playoff football is a different beast altogether. Yeah. And but he's I mean, getting better. So, but if he, you know, continues on this path this year, and he and he does it again next year, I mean, are you still gonna? Are they still gonna shit on him if he does the same thing next year? No. At, at well? some point, at some point, he'll have done if he maintains this degree of performance. And look, they had a lull in the middle of the season. You know, yeah, they, Trent was hurt, Debo was hurt, uh, Brock had a, a, I think, pretty arguably a, a clear issue with a concussion. You know, so they had they had like a little drop off. They sure did, right? And I don't think it. You know, again, you're not gonna have you're not gonna hear anybody say, well, you know, the 49ers are a bunch of scrubs. Nobody's gonna say that, right? Because that's clearly not true. But you know, George Kittle, and obviously they're gonna defend their dude, right? But Kittle was was on with Eisen talking about this stuff, and you know, just because he has good skill positions around him and a solid head coach and pretty good defense, it's like, oh, he doesn't get the credit for it because everybody is doing all the work for him. Well, we can't do any of that work unless he's the guy throwing the ball. You know what I mean? 
again, the, the offensive scheme, the timing, the, the execution of it, all that's, all that's part of the fit. And yes, Kittle is phenomenal. Debo is absolutely incredible, right? But you got it. You have to be able to orchestrate and run the damn offense. And it's not like he's out there having a bunch of lucky passes. I mean, again, timing, execution, placement. They're there. They're good. He's going to have ridiculous numbers. And I, I have fundamentally, I would have zero issue if he ended up winning MVP. Wouldn't bother me. I think you can make it at this point a very strong case for Lamar Jackson, a very strong case for CMC, and a strong case for Brock Purdy. What would be kind of neat is, and I don't know if this could happen anymore, but wasn't there, didn't occasionally, rarely, wasn't there a co MVP? I feel like that's happened a couple of times. Uh, I, I, I could swear. Peyton and uh, Steve McNair. I could uh, didn't didn't Favre and Barry Sanders co MVP one year. I want to I want to say they did, but maybe I'm wrong about that. We'd have we'd have to double check. But I would be I wouldn't have any qualms if they co MVP'd it. It would be honestly it would be kind of fitting because Lord knows. Um, are the Forty ers playing Washington this week? <laughs> no, the Washington's playing the Jets. Yeah, that's right. That's I just our next weekend. I already just don't even want anything to do with even imagining the grossness of Washington and and the Jets. That just feels like just don't. That's 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 Randy and the Turbo Turds. Just get it out of here. Just flush <laughs> it, brown down the tank. Just get it gone, man. <laughs> I don't want I don't want nothing to do with that game, dude. Shannon is correct. <laughs> two thousand after the two thousand three season, Manning and McNair were co MVP. There you go. Do you, do you know if if Favre ninety seven was, was Sanders and Favre? Yeah. All right. So we've we've it's happened before. So unless there's unless they change the things where that can't happen, like I'd be all right with that. So Mark, just out of just out of curiosity, I would imagine you're no, you're no longer in the Dak Prescott for MVP camp. So not after the Buffalo Bills debacle. <laughs> How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? <laughs> how, how about that run defense? It's almost as good as the Packers' pass defense. It's fantastic. <laughs> Way to go, y'all. The Mountain West approves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> some, all we need is some action. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Mark, all kidding aside, you know, we've had kind of this, you know, multiple multi-week kind of MVP kind of discussions about stuff, but – if you were going to throw your hat in a ring on any of them, is there anybody in particular you think stands out or should be? Uh, well, you, DeVito, obviously, but um, outside of DeVito. He was almost not the MVP of a pizzeria, okay? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Slow your roll. <laughs> Although they did right by, by uh, you know, I don't know whose fault that was, miscommunication. That it was, was the agent's fault. That, that was a story getting a lot of traction because, I mean, the guy's got like his 15 minutes of fame going on. If nothing else, he should be able to parlay this into a solid NFL backup career because who knows, oh, yeah. you know, maybe he has a two or three or four or five more weeks and that's it. I mean, who knows? But he's got a great story. People have gravitated towards the story. They needed something in New York. It's obviously a rough season. Um, but it's been fun. It's been a fun run, right? And he clearly, I mean, he took some hard hits, man, and he did not want to come out of that game. So I think people yeah. will respect and enjoy the story. But yeah, the agent, whoever was behind that, screwed that up. Uh, although he did go to that pizzeria, um, okay. I don't, I, I think they said he didn't charge anything. He just went there. So maybe right. that was just PR, whatever. But that was the right decision. Uh, if it's only fifteen minutes, man, don't throw it away for ten grand. You know, nah, you know nah, what I'm saying? I'm I think that was that was all in the agent, but uh, um, I did read a pretty hilarious story today. That's uh, I don't know if any of the rest of y'all have heard, but Todd, Todd McShay like 
Uh-huh. Kind of talking to cleats him. Yeah, 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 and he's like, I think he said something like, it's not even his fault because they played uh, high school football against each other. Yeah, and uh, um, well, the, the agents, and he, he, hates, he hates the agents, and, and yes. uh, yeah, played against them, and, and he beat him like a last-second touchdown mm-hmm. in a big game. So he's like, uh, you know, when he saw him come back around, he's like, I got to see him again. Like, what the <laughs> yeah, he maintains his hostility hostility towards the dude. <laughs> it was yeah, it was kind fantastic. of it was kind of a fun read. Um, all right, hey, MVP talk. Yeah, yeah, just kind of curious, I, like yeah. Honestly, I mean, Purdy is not to blame for the fact that they're so well stocked, right? And they can't throw the ball to themselves. Um, it's a great you know problem to have to have so many weapons. I mean, it's it's kind of absurd how many weapons they have, but. Uh, I think he's doing an amazing job of distributing it, and um, he is getting better. And they've had a really scary deep team, so they stay healthy, and, and they'll be absurd. Uh, they are absurd. Um, I certainly favor them out of the NFC right now. But I still, honestly, I would have to say for me, for MVP, I think it's Lamar. I just think what what he's been doing week in, week out, uh, I think that people, you know, I, I like uh, Phelps' Phelps's piece uh, right before the uh, Sunday night game. I guess it was this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a pretty good, good, uh, good video piece uh, where he talked about you know how you know Ravens country feels like you know they're they're being pretty solidly disrespected because not a lot of people are talking about them, and I kind of agree that people they they are kind of easy to I think uh, bypass for the flashier Dolphins, obviously Chiefs, Bills, and et cetera, et cetera, and AFC and um, so they're complaining because yeah. they're not a bunch of clickbait articles about them because Kip Bayless and like throwing jerseys in the trash. Like what? I know. I don't. I don't know. But I, 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 not, I mean, not being a part, not being a part of the discussion as much as maybe they should be. I, I, I can understand that. If I, uh, if I was that team, I would love it. Under the was, radar, number one seed. Yeah, don't talk about it. <laughs> sure. No, I, I get that. I mean, obviously, as a Giants fan, uh, I, I I thrived. I loved all the years where people, you know. Did not anticipate the Giants being able to do what they do. That's a lot of times when when the best results happen because yeah, you're not uh, you don't have the expectations to live up to. You go out there, play your game week in week out, and that's that. But uh, anyway, I, I I get both sides. But uh, but but yeah, I there's not really a wrong choice there. You know, uh, Purdy is impressive as hell, and uh, so I I, I, I and like Justin said, even a co MVP, I can see that for this season because it's been kind of so spread out. But uh, yeah, I'd say Lamar would be my pick. Yeah, we'll see how the season finishes out, you know, and, and I mean, here's a great thing. Here we're talking about Lamar Jackson or Brock Purdy. Man, we get a game with them going against each other. And I yeah. know it's a team sport and it's not, I understand that. But it's a signature thing, right? If yeah. the, if the 49ers roll the Ravens, that's a feather in Purdy's cap. It just is. Absolutely. You know, and if the Ravens go up there and, and like ball out and either it's a great game or they get a great win. One, however, it happens, it's a feather in Lamar cap. Lamar's cap, particularly if he has a, a really good game. So it just sets up perfectly for additional NFL MVP conversation. And it should, I mean, quite frankly, it should be a great game. Yeah, it should be a great game. See, I mean, it, it, I mean, it's I, it's no Devito Giants game. I get it, but it <laughs> it should be a great game. <laughs> so I think the main reason why people aren't talking about the Ravens as much as they could be is this it's the same thing with the Ravens like they're a good regular season team right now it's like can they get over that hump can they finally get the playoff 
you know, curse off them because they always seem to blow it in the playoffs. And that's always been a stigma about that team. It's been a stigma about Jackson. So if they, you know, they finish out the season, they win the division, they make, you know, get the number one overall seed and they go and actually win in the playoffs, then you can say, okay, he's finally turned the corner and that will help legitimize his case for the MVP. Um, but if he just falters in the playoffs and just kind of folds and crumbles like he has in the past, Ooh, I can see that really, I can see that really hurting him in the end. Yeah, I, you know that uh, Lamar and, and you know quite frankly and Munkin's offense, they have a lot to prove, and and they're a good team. They're a good team coming out of a, a feisty division, so it's it's huge for Baltimore if they can lock up the one. And that's, you know, the playoffs go through Baltimore. Huge. And, you know, look, they obviously miss Mark Andrews. Likely had a couple of phenomenal catches in that other game. I mean, you know, you're just – anytime you got to replace, like, an elite-level talent, it's always difficult. And Mark Andrews is an elite tight end, right? But you do feel better about – Jackson and and with Munkin's offense, what they've done, it's a shame they lost another running back. They can't they can't keep running backs healthy on that roster for anything. It feels like every year they're losing a bunch of them. So it's time for the Gus bus. And that watching that video and that still image of that dude's leg bending, I was like, oh no, <laughs> oh man. Uh, so that's a shame. Look, it, some of it's going to depend on the matchup. I mean, hell, they got a resurgent Jadavion Clowney. I thought that dude was about washed and done. He's looking like a stud over there in Baltimore again. Good on him. Uh, but I really think the tail of the tape, yeah, I mean, Randy, you're right. Um, it's For Baltimore, it's what do you do in the playoffs? You've had plenty of regular season success. Lamar got the, you know, and it won the MVP one year, but they haven't accomplished enough in the playoffs. They haven't gone deep enough in the play. Unlike Tyreek, they haven't gone deep enough. You know what I'm saying? So they have... They need like Tyreek who repeatedly has gone. Yeah, deep I mean, they need to switch roles, right? Baltimore <laughs> needs to go deeper, and Tyreek needs to pull out early. That's that's switch roles, y'all. <laughs> that's switch switch roles. Role play, <laughs> whole play, role play. Um, <laughs> just <laughs> looking out, looking out for you, stocking stuff for Tyreek. Um, <laughs> Nick Cannon approves this message. Actually, he doesn't because. Anyway, uh, y'all know y'all know the drill, but they control their own. You know what I'm saying? Like they control their destiny. Go handle business. You get you got OBJ. Uh, now he's not what he was, but they don't need him. You know what I'm? They don't need him to be like ridiculous. They need him to be there when it matters. And I, you know, I'm curious. I'm not a Baltimore fan, but every, every year we talk about the stories of any given season. Right. And like to me, this year is very much a 49ers redemption story with Brock Purdy being healthy. Um, and obviously they have a window where Brock Purdy is still cheap and they can have that team built the way that it is. Because once they got to pay him, it changes everything. OK, yep. so they have a window and they're built to to maximize that. Um, part of the story of the season is the struggle bus, you know, Eagles. And I, I really thought they were going to be a better team than they've than they have been, and they're certainly in a, in a rough patch at the moment. I can't believe Drew Locke torched them. Drew Locke, dude! How do you get eaten up by Drew Locke at the end of a game? Hey, nobody but nobody <laughs> stops Drew Locke. Yeah, right. How do you um, fuck that up? <laughs> that, that was the clip I had for that. So it's actually accurate. So, Randy, you know, this uh, this is for both you and, and McGuffin. 
Dear Philly, I know Mark Mark took Seattle, but for the rest of us. <laughs> How do you fuck that up? <laughs> How do you fuck that up? Drew Locke, baby. <laughs> Come on, man. But, you know, Philly's having issues. So look around and think of the team. You know, C.J. Stroud is compelling. The Panthers are a dumpster fire, so that's not a great story. Um, you know, Washington's a dumpster fire. That's not a great story. You know, Aaron Rodgers got hurt, so there's really – I mean, the Jets are, you know, so that's not a great story. So th there's a lot of struggle bus teams, right? Well, you want compelling. You want interesting. Dallas, as always, you can't trust them. The 49ers are compelling. The Ravens are compelling. You know, I feel like we've got really good football team stories, and then some of our stories are just how disastrously bad or quarterback injuries or, like, randomness. You know what I mean? So it's like there are a couple teams that you have faith can put it together and figure it out and make their playoff push and, and make a run. And somebody's going to rise up. I don't know who it is. Somebody's going to rise up. Uh, unfortunately, Mark, I don't know that the Giants have quite enough in the tank to pull that off this year, but we'll see. I can't believe Baltimore Miami hasn't been flexed yet. And that's next week. Mm. Is it too late in the season to flex it? I forget what the rules are. No, I mean week the last week they're gonna see who, who it's probably gonna be Buffalo, Miami, my guess is for the AFC East on the, that last week. Well, that's that's gotta be part of the big show, right? Right. That's but, too good. I mean that's too good. But right now you're looking at Baltimore eleven and three, Miami ten and four. I mean, you could yeah. have both of those teams tied going in the next week. Man, come on! Like you try, you think my, you think Miami's going to handle business against Baltimore? Just saying. Ah, uh, they did last. Year. I mean, Tyreek could go deep. You never know. I mean, we were we were just saying who's going to go deep. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll we'll see how Miami handles it. I mean, it Lamar may run off the field and take a week. shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as as long as Lamar doesn't, you know, have to <laughs> hit the emergency toilet run. I mean, I guess we'll be okay. <laughs> Pinching off a loaf over there. <laughs> Stay away from the pregame Mexican dude. Is he trying to squeeze an inch on us? I mean, what's going on? <laughs> trying to squeeze an inch out of there. I would think. I mean, you know that dude had it had to be peaking him running off the. <laughs> Not to feel uh, like I mean, Lamar's there, version right? of Turbo Turds. <laughs> yeah, it's Randy and the Turbo Turds. Not supposed to be Lamar Jackson, man. Fuck the city. Exactly. Holy crap. <laughs> Where, gonna give me what? some Lee Embry? Uh, hold on, man. I got to, <laughs> Damn. Hold on, bro. So impatient. Holy crap. You trying to squeeze an inch in on me somewhere, huh? Yeah. You owe me for one jelly donut. Exactly. Yes. He is trying to squeeze an inch on you somewhere. <laughs> Took me a minute to get back to the right board. I lost I lost my bearings on the soundboards, man. I was like, wait a second. I know it's here somewhere. Where where the hell did it go? Oh my god, who the hell cares? We do. I was looking for a video and then I got McGuffin requesting Ermy over there. You trying to squeeze an inch in on me somewhere, huh? Yes. You forget your fucking name? <laughs> Cannon requesting sound bites? I forgot, Never. I forgot where the soundboard was for a second. Jeez, man. Are you shook up? Are you nervous? A little bit. God bless. What the fuck is that? I don't know. It's Mark. You you figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. Uh, anyway, and Buff, like Buffalo is one of the stories, right? Fire, firing the OC, what they've been doing. Um, Watch 
out. Yeah, dangerous, man. And mm-hmm. like, I feel like I think Miami is good, right? But I don't trust them. I don't trust Miami. Right? I just, Same with Dallas. I don't trust Dallas. Philly, I can't quite. I don't know if some of this is the brain drain from losing, you know, some of the coordinators being a year old, whatever, man. They're just like they kept finding ways to win, and that matters earlier in the season, but it's like everything caught up to him. Right. You know, and and uh, whether Jalen Hurts is nursing some injury. Look, I know he was under the weather flying separate. I get that. So they're worried about him being sick. Well, Man, the rate they're going, man, they're going to make all the Philly fans sick, which I'm sure Randy is shed, shedding lots of tears for sad Eagles fans out there. <laughs> well, <laughs> so distraught, man. Oh, on a you know, on a you know, serious note with them, it's like once they got embarrassed by San Francisco, it's like they lost their confidence, and then Dallas came in and took advantage of that, and now their morale is so low. And then you get Seattle coming in, who is who had something to play for because their they very do. playoff existence was they on do. the line, and they lose in the final seconds on an absolute beautiful throw and catch because that catch was holy shit. Not to mention Love's interception. I can't believe he got both feet down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, damn. No, yeah, there were definitely some plays. And look, you're starting to see people talking about the predictability of their offense, what they do. They haven't been able to exert their will the same way this year. And you know, that last that last throw to to AJ Brown, he was late. It was underthrown. He was late. It it just wasn't. It just, well, and the elements like, weren't were no, against him too because it was raining pretty pretty well. I mean, it wasn't <laughs> like it was a light drizzle. Yeah, right. I, I just and I understand the aggressiveness to some degree, but all they if they could have gotten fifteen yards, you know, why I mean, go for and, all of it? And when they you had, only have a kicker that right. can boot a sixty yard field goal, and they they had timeouts. It just felt like a weird. It it felt unnecessarily. I don't know. I had he hit it, had he gotten that throw earlier. I'm not saying they connect but maybe AJ Brown at least has a shot at it I mean that safety was like "Mm -mm, I know you're going to Brown I'm going there but you know what I'm saying like they knew they knew and there was uh I don't remember which player it was but you can watch kind of that last sequence and there's there there are people that are open didn't they have two timeouts left they had at least Mm -hmm. one and and Jake Elliott hit what a uh, uh, like a sixty-yarder yes. in the rain. Yeah, like look, a I'm, couple weeks ago. I'm not saying you want to. You want to assume your kicker is going to make a sixty-yard field goal. That's all. That's that's a hell of a job, right? That's the hard Unless to it's do. Justin Tucker, right? But or Jake Elliott, or because he, or apparently that that kicker from Dallas, by the way, who says he hits like seventy yarders in practice. I'm like, oh I, my god, that kid's legit. Yeah, Aubrey, yeah, yeah. He 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 got a leg on him. He if you haven't caught some of his. Um, radio like where he's been on with people with dan patrick rich eisen it's an interesting listen because the guy was a soccer player and it you know just how he ended up doing this is just wild and yeah he's got a hell of a leg man (laughs) he's got a hell of a leg dude that's what she Um, said yeah third leg baby um (laughs) stuff that stocking um but now granted maybe that's under ideal conditions indoors it's different but yeah i mean the the eagles They've made bad weather kicks, right? So I don't know. It just it just a whole bunch of it feels like they just can't get out of their own way. And Mark, like, there's a part of me that thinks the Giants are going to steal one of the two. No, you don't. No. You don't. You don't think the Giants take one of them from them? No. No. 
All right. I don't really. Okay. Nope. I hope they do, but I, I will say that if they're not careful, we've seen Arizona get up for a game and surprise someone when they weren't paying attention. Hello, yeah. Dallas. It's not out of the question that they could lose a, you know one more game this year. And I, honestly, and I, and I told this to Penny, I'm like, Seattle gave me an early Christmas gift. They gave me the the ability to be able to watch the game on Christmas mm-hmm. without stressing the fuck out like I did while watching that Eagles game. <laughs> because we have a one game edge now. So if we did if we do lose it, we're, we're all tied and we have the tiebreaker. And with Washington and the Rams left. I, it's so nice of, it's so nice of you to be willing to admit that Washington's going to go ahead and steal that win <laughs> from <laughs> I can't even say that with a straight face. What the fuck? <laughs> Brett Williams' revenge game. Like, like, yeah. I, I tried to say it, and I, I just couldn't help but smile. Like, yeah, I can't fucking yeah. say it. Not, not unless, not unless the entire Sam, not unless they're playing second strings the whole week because everybody has like IBS and like some intestinal. Even then, yeah, even then it probably won't matter. Gross. <laughs> anyway, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like now with I, I'm just happy that I don't have to worry like stress mm. over watching that game. It's like it's Christmas. I should be happy and relaxed, not going fuck. If we lose this game, we're we're gonna be in second place or some bullshit like that. No, I can actually just be like, okay, we we hold. You know, it's gonna come down to the final week. It comes down to the final week. But if we can knock this game out, knock next week out, mm-hmm. then we don't have to worry about shit. It's it's one of those things where we we are in control of our own destiny at this point, yeah. which I have no problems with. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But I just don't I don't understand what's going on with. I mean, I, is it a Super Bowl hangover for Philly? I don't think so. I think it's teams are figuring out how to play them and you using their you know using schemes against them and it's and you're seeing it that's they're not i mean they use patricia to call the defense obviously that did a whole lot of good but well they were okay up until drew Locke assassinated them on the last drive <laughs> but it's just the idea that gross clearly something's not right there yeah, no no they're they're not as good as they were and i i feel like most of us we're like, okay, they'll figure it out. Okay, they'll figure it out. Okay, they'll figure it out. Well, look, man, it's December, dude. We're in the home stretch. If you haven't figured it out by this time of the of the year, you're probably not figuring it out. You know what I mean? Or you've been exposed. It's just it's it's not a good combination of things. And if if they don't handle business, and I mean reasonably, should they beat the Giants both times they play them? They should. They but, should. But that doesn't mean they're going to. I mean, not with, you know, Tommy MVP cutlets over there. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the story, though. It is fun. It is fun. I, I will say you knew at some point, and the Saints got to him, man. You knew at some point uh, the, the defenses were going to start doing it back to him. <laughs> I thought it was funny that the Saints did that. Yeah. That was, that was pretty wild. That game got ugly at the end, man. They kept it tight for a while and then just got ugly. Ugly on the back oh, end of that one. It definitely did. Yeah, dims the brakes. So I, I don't know. I, I, you know, I think there is some degree of not. I don't want to say a coattail, but you know, you have some degree where when you you have this really good coaching 
structure and this good, you know, organization. I think you can you can lose people and you're still okay for a little while, right? And then either you have a drop off on your own side, or you get figured out, and because you don't have the same brain trust, you don't adjust as well. Do you get what I'm saying? Because um, mm-hmm. they they lost. Uh, uh, what is it, Steichen, right, with the Colts? Yep. And who was the other dude? Is it the Arizona head coach that was there? I think. Oh, the D coordinator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So that that I mean that that's a lot to lose. And the that's Colts a- are in playoff contention yes. with their backup quarterback. Right. Who- well. Yeah, but I mean, like he knows the system. Minshew's, I get it. Yeah. Minshew's not some scrubbo dude. I mean, you know, I'm not saying he's a, a phenomenally great star. I'm not saying that. I mean, he's I mean, no he, Joe Flacco. No, no it's still. Yeah, he's definitely he's, one he, of the better backups in the league to have. For yeah, sure. I mean, true he, story. Yes, you know, Minshew's no sex panther out there <laughs> for sure. But I mean, who is? <laughs> there's only one there's, sex panther. There's only one sex panther. That is that is the Flacco rainbow out there. Uh, by the way, thank you, thank you. I gotta suffer through Packers collapses and Washington butt suck. I might as well get the Bears eating shit at the end of a game. That makes me feel better. So thank you, <laughs> Joe Flacco and the Cleveland Browns for making sure that uh, my friends that are Bears fans can still suffer uh, just for good measure. <laughs> yeah, give us a little Flacco rainbow music, man. Oh, you, you, oh my gosh, that's a rewind. Oh, that's geez. like OG on this show, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is that is old school. All right, here you go. Hold on. I'm sure I can find the right. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. So uh, for anybody that doesn't know, like forever today ago, this is back when uh, Flacco was a Raven, and, the, and he had one of the most absolutely magnificent playoff runs a quarterback could possibly have. We had this thing with Reading Rainbow and Joe Flacco and the Sex Panther and. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a fun segment, and it is. We have held on to the memories of that for a long time, <clears throat> and uh, it it's it's neat to see Joe Flacco kind of come back and get some love again. Good on him. I, I mean, I think Joe Flacco has a very specific style, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of teams aren't necessarily trying to do that at this point anymore. But you know, kudos to Cleveland. That team has had a ridiculous amount of injuries. They've lost a ton of uh, really good talent. And they've been, of course, saddled by, you know, Mr. Masseuse over there to Sean Watson. Uh, so they've had a rough go of it. And it's it's an interesting story. I got to tell you, man, I, I, I'm sure y'all probably do too. I work with a fair amount of uh, Ravens and Bills fans. I, I work with a lot of Bills fans and <coughs> Ravens fans. It's really weird. I understand the Ravens, but I've worked right. with a surprising number of Bills fans. Huh. I'm like, and, and a lot of them are like legitimately either from or near Buffalo or New York. And uh, there's a few of them that travel to a couple games in Buffalo every year. Nice. Like, they're not just, like, some random person that's like, I like Buffalo, right? I mean, like, they have actual, like, like me. Like I'm like, I like Green Bay. I don't, I'm not from Wisconsin. <laughs> you know what I mean? I got nothing to do with it. I just like Reggie White and Brett Favre. Um, but I, I, it's just weird. But anyway, there's a part of me that really hopes we get a Browns, like Joe Flacco and the Cleveland Browns have to play the Baltimore Ravens. Oh. Like, I I hope that happens. I think that the storylines of that are going to be so good. First of all, I mean, it's a great rivalry anyway. Right. right? But to have 
the guy that replaced Flacco. And then Flacco with their hated division rivals. And the old Browns and the new Browns. Because really, the, 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 it's the Browns versus Browns. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, I, I mean, that is incredible. So I think that would be fantastic. But it, go ahead. Is it weird that I kind of like Cleveland as like the third best team in the AFC? Just no. with that defense alone? No. It's not crazy at all, man. I mean, behind Baltimore and uh, Buffalo, if Buffalo even makes it in, Buffalo's as making hot it in. As, as hot as they are, they're, they're making mean, it in. They're I getting can't in. trust Miami. No, no. And that deep dude, Miles Garrett is just fucking. Think about what the think about off. what the Browns' defense did against the 49ers. Even though yes, the Niners, you know, ended up losing you know Williams and Debo that game, and they lost because the rookie missed a field goal at the end. But yeah, still, but that, that, bro, defense, All right. that defense just owned us. Look, they beat the crap out of the Cowboys. They're playing the Chargers. That's a win, right? There's no way in hell. There's no way in hell they're losing to, to San Diego. There's no way in hell they're losing to the LA <laughs> You might as well call them San Diego. Shit. They, should, they left something there. They should go back. My God. Um, they start winning again. Yeah, they're playing the Patriots. And Ron Burgundy says, "Go fuck yourself, San Diego." <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're playing the Patriots, and the Pats are a mess. And I've joked around about you know they're going to get rid of Belichick. Maybe he'll find a way to win some games. But realistically, and I know, look, Patriots, Bills, you've had some wild stuff in previous years, man, for sure. I don't think this is that year, right? And then they close with the Dolphins. So I'm saying the Bills are in. I don't know if they're going to win the AFC East. But the opportunity is there. They should win the AFC East, I think. The, the opportunity it, is there. It's it there. It depends on, I think the biggest the determining factor of this is going to be if Dallas shows up this week. Um, it's in Miami, so it's a road game. You you can't you can't trust I, Dallas on the road. I, I know, I know. I'm just Although, saying. If, I thought I, a big I, if. I, I I thought I saw today that like the whole offensive line for the Dolphins wasn't at practice or something. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, they were like, "Uh oh," but it's early in the week, man. Well, okay, not well, really. Wednesday is like first day of practice yeah. day for like even teams that win the game. Yeah, I, I, it's not as early. I was thinking it was earlier in the week than it is. By the way, <laughs> is it me? I know I, it's a Wednesday. I should know it's a, it's hump day. Uh, uh, is it me or does it almost feel like like I, I'm thinking back to last week and we had like Thursday football, a whole bunch of games on Saturday. I feel it was, I feel like we're like every week we have games on like it feels like half the week we have games on. And I mean, I, once college is over, I man, it's like I don't want to complain about. I, I'm not. I, I don't want to sound like I'm complaining about about the football, right? Because right. because I'm not. But it it's all over the place, dude. It's crazy. Justin, we got breaking news. What? The Raiders just scored again on the Chargers. Oh Sorry. my god! <laughs> what a horrible. I think I think Flacco might have thrown a touchdown in that game too. Uh, he very well might have. God, John Gruden may have coached a, a touchdown in that game. I don't know. You know Is that the game that makes make you think like maybe American football does need to like embrace European football and have relegation like. And we relegate the Chargers. <laughs> the thing is, we're I gonna, mean, we're uh, Brandon Staley got relegated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. About fucking time. No, seriously. That that team, that team straight up quit on him, man. 
That was yeah. terrible. And uh, look, I mean, poor. Was, Forty-two what, to nothing at the half. I know. What the what, fuck? What was that? Uh, Easton Stick. Is that that guy's name? Yeah. More like irritating Stick. <sighs> yeah. I mean, it was awful. It was that was awful. That was one of. I mean, if you're a Raiders fan, you're kind of happy, right? Yeah, sure. You're just trucking them. You know, Davis, bad haircut. He's just chilling like, oh, my God. I mean, there was all kinds of ridiculousness happening. <laughs> and, I, you know, I would imagine if they really wanted to stay aggressive, they could have scored. They could have scored some more, dude. They could have scored some mm-hmm. more. But that, that, they probably figured, you know, Tyreek was scoring enough for them and, and everybody else, too. So they didn't need to put any more points on the board. Uh, but it, it was disgusting. That was disgusting. I mean, great for the Raiders. Disgusting for the Chargers. Staley earned getting fired it's always ruthless and tough when it's in season but there's a point if if your message is lost and you you know you know what I mean and it's clear that your team has has laid down and and quit I'm not saying all the players did but that was an absolute disaster they kicked their ass and the contrast didn't care the contrast of of Antonio Pierce getting the Raiders Mm -hmm. rallied up and motivated to go kick the Chargers asses like that and the effort that they had, uh, look, I, and, I, I know it, they would have been better with Herbert there. We all understand that. We all understand that. But that was uh, an absolute forty-two points at the half. Dog, come on, like, dude! And Raiders owners hire this man. You, you screwed it up the last time you had an interim coach. Hire Antonio Pierce as your head coach. Well, yeah, yeah. they they screwed it up with they Versace. respond to him. They do. Um, I think he deserves a legitimate crack at it. Some of that's really contingent on the staff, but he's done. Given the way that the the Raiders season was swirling down the drain, and the fact they're playing, you know, Sid from Toy Story at quarterback, I think <laughs> I think you have to give Antonio Pierce some credit, right? And you go, all right, all right. I, I don't know what this can be, but you don't need to just pull the plug. I think it's it's a I don't know man it, it's it's a lot I like Antonio Pierce um, I was always annoyed that he betrayed Washington and and went to be one of those fuckface New York Giants but he had a good <laughs> he, he, had, he was a good player he you know, he he escaped Washington he knew, he knew the right move was to get out of Washington he knew story. I'm sure I'm sure he was like Dan Snyder f that guy man I'm out of here I'm gone but, but I mean that dude has that mentality of just. For it, because I think I read that in high school, he, one of the teams he coached won like ninety nine to nine or ninety to nine, ninety two nine or something like that. Like yeah. he just didn't care. He's like, run the score up on him, make him stop us, just floor it, pedal to the metal, because you never know. Because when you think about it, you never know when the game could turn around. No, I, I think part of it. What Randy, you- are you saying he went Alex Trebek? <laughs> Fuck him. What? Yes. <laughs> Plus, it's a. I mean, it's a division. It's a division rival, and. Look, the Raiders got embarrassed the previous week. Fuck them. Yeah. Yes, you, they did. Do you, th- do you think AP was like, oh, no, man, we got we to gotta call off the dogs, dude? No. You pile on them. It's the NFL, man. If, if you're feeling They get hurt, paid, too. Yeah, they get paid, too, man. And, look, if you don't like it, if you don't like getting your ass kicked, you got to do something about it, man. <laughs> I mean, but there's getting whooped, and then there's getting destroyed, right? Mm-hmm. And that kind of game, particularly because the Raiders had zero the week before, right? They were shut out, weren't? Wasn't that that ugly ass? Yeah, three zero Minnesota. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, how do you go from scoring zero 
0.0 to light. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's insane. That's insane. And that's a 100% indictment of the Chargers and an absolute indictment of Staley, uh, who might be a great dude, whatever. Look, I got. I, I think Staley got plenty of opportunity with, with – I almost called him San Diego again. He got plenty of opportunity with the – I miss him just being the San Diego Chargers. I really do. Um, Same. I yeah. think Staley got plenty of opportunity uh, that GM – like they built the roster – they they screwed the pooch. Was it J.C. Jackson or whatever? That was a ter- uh-huh. that was a terrible signing. So uh, you know they've wait and they look. Here's the bottom line: they wasted Herbert's rookie contract. I know we yep. have injuries in play. I understand that, but that team was not good this year. The Herbert injury is just the icing on the cake of fail this year, right? They they get some better draft picks. You flush them out, but they wasted Herbert's rookie contract. Period. But, but that's story. not the only like over the last I don't know twenty years that they've wasted. I mm. mean, they wasted Drew Brees, they wasted Junior Seau, they wasted Philip Rivers. I mean, well, the at list least it, goes on. Yeah, at and least on. It, they, at least they made it to a Super Bowl with uh, Seau. Now they got destroyed by the Forty ers Oh, back in the mid nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm sure Randy enjoyed that. Well, Steve Young finally, you know, getting to the opportunity to do what he's always wanted to do and actually play in the Super Bowl versus yeah. sitting on the and bench. And get the monkey off Joe his Monty. back. Hey, 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 yeah. hey. You know the last 49ers MVP? The last 49ers MVP? Yeah, last 49ers NFL MVP. NFL NFL MVP. Hey, oh, yeah. Well, the only the ones that always come to mind are, I think, didn't Young win it that year? 1994. Steve Young in 94, right? NFL MVP. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Because yeah, he's also Super Bowl MVP because he just was just dealing that entire game. Oh, he was filthy. Steve Young, peak, peak prime Steve Young was ridiculous. He oh, would he was sick. He would thrive in the league today. Steve Young would be a, an absolute assassin. Put him mm. in Kyle Shanahan's offense? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, here we he, go. He'd be an absolute assassin. <laughs> oh, man, he would be fun to watch. He'd be fun it's to watch. It's a shame that concussion issues is what took him out of the game. Yeah. yeah. Well, Troy Aikman yeah. knows how that goes. So. <laughs> I'll tell you uh, uh, the off topic for sure, but yeah, I mean sure. another player, another player that's uh, I just recently was like, man, I haven't thought about this player in far too long. Um, I feel like me and Justin are the two here. That's uh, Justin because of his uh, school uh, time experience, but uh, TikTok. Uh, not surprising, a TikTok brought it to me. But uh, a great collection, a reminder of how much of a beast. Luke Keekly was. Yeah, oh, he, he was a great linebacker. He was it's so much oh, fun remembering. God, I mean, dude. that dude. Could, I mean, the way he. I mean, I, I love. I always love in any sport hearing guys rave about other players, and you know they they had a bunch of different uh, players, mostly quarterbacks, but other guys too. They were like, I don't understand how he could just decipher everything better than just about anybody we've ever seen before. And it didn't matter if you changed the play; he, he would tell you exactly what you were doing before you did it, and. See, I mean, a lot of times he would he would get to the play before it was even run. It's like how 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 are you that like insightful? That, that's the chess part. Like like the games of you know Peyton and Ray Lewis. Like of you know, and you seeing them sit down there. They did a special, I guess, within the last year where they were talking about a game, and Peyton's like, "Oh yeah, we did this, and we thought you were going to do that." And Ray's like, "Damn it!" Like that was like <laughs> the difference in the game. Like like. I love that. Just that oh, cat and mouse. Uh, just okay. I'm gonna go here, and yeah, but yeah, keep quickly. Good, good kit. Guru Gerard, Gerard. What? 
<laughs> it's, it's, it's yeah. just a shame that his play style led to so many injury head yeah. injuries that really it sure did because and, and i mean another thing that you know i i i, I really hadn't i mean why would i spend much time thinking about but it's kind of funny that video was highlighting like i mean you see him in like his rookie introduction and a lot of other things i mean off the field he's just kind of not awkward looking but i mean super like curly kind of froggy hair almost not like mine glasses looks like a nerdy guy uh, to get the dude on the field, I mean, he's terrifying. He's absolutely terrifying. Yeah, and um, yeah, that that dude was just an absolute baller. And uh, and and I mean, Shannon, I mean, if you, my my wife would certainly back me up on this. I mean, I tell her all the time that a while Peyton was playing. I mean, and and really all of my, I guess something now. I'm about like 20, 29 years old. I think I got to check my birth certificate. Um, it's four. But uh. Uh, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> In my day, watching football, uh, Peyton is by far my favorite, and and also just the guy that I I would just always be so in awe of how much he can just break down the field like nobody I've ever seen before. And the I, I couldn't agree more that the the, the chess the chess master players like that that can just dissect an offense or a defense hey, like you can. It's just so much fun to watch. All right, it, it, and, it, and listen to them talk. Yeah. This is really random, but I'm going to go in and I'm going to throw this out there. Okay. Let me tell you what. If you could Frankenstein, you only get to pick two guys. Mm-hmm. You get to mm-hmm. pick two guys. But if I could Frankenstein any quarterback, I'm taking Brett Favre and Peyton Manning. I'm mashing those two dudes up because you get a gun. You get a cannon for an arm. You get Iron Man-esque durability and longevity. And you get bit the big brain on Brad. You, uh, you, you you get mother. Can you imagine mother brain Brett Favre? Are you kidding me? Oof. That's crazy. That's an interesting question. I like that one a lot. Yeah, um, that one's kind of. And, and there's other ways you could go that are really fascinating. But that's just it, that's my own fandom speaking. That's my that's yeah. my fandom. But yeah, if you could give me a, a Brett Favre, a Brett Favre Peyton Manning mashup, man, they're killing everybody for two decades, dude. <laughs> like, that is that is incredible. <laughs> I mean, I'd almost go Brady Manning. Just uh, yeah, too similar. Too similar, though. It, it, yeah. in, in my mind, too similar. I, I want. I, I, I go I, with the durability of Brady, but I mean, put the brains together. Oh yeah. Oh well, that's true. I mean, just a, you know, Peyton. Just unfortunately, his body just betrayed him at the end. But Brady, I mean, talk about durable. Him and Favre. I mean. Okay, so we, so we so we got we got a Manning Brady combo, yeah. Right, we got the Manning Favre combo. I feel real gross saying it, but I mean, if, if I'm going, I, I feel like I'm going to have a different answer if I spend more time thinking about it. But my my, my go with your first first reaction, my, my, yeah. My my first reaction answer, I, I Peyton has to be a half of mine too, but weird ass combo, man. Peyton Vic. See, no, that I, I was thinking that too. Like after after Manning uh, after Manning Favre, it was Manning Vic. Can you imagine Mother That's Brain? Terrifying. Can you imagine Favre Vic? Can you imagine Mother? Can you, stop him? can you imagine Mother Brain Michael Vic out there <laughs> dissecting people or just taking off? And it was ridiculous. That's so unfair. Like, I mean, that's, that's just... As Randy I mean, would di- say... Dissect the field, and when he needs to, he takes off. Yeah, Randy yeah. would just say, well, look, we had that guy, and Steve Young... No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, True. like, like, like peak Michael Vick. That's just a terrifying peak, idea, yeah. Peak with that, with that deep ball. 
but then you give him the timing and the short intermediate game. Oh, oh, sweet baby Jesus. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. that's that's cheap. Well, I, I feel like we need to make a video game out of this. Like, see yeah. if we can talk to somebody and see if uh, will, will the NFL who? possibly give us the rights once the, once the Madden license is in. Hey, uh, qu- question. Um, who, who, was that, who was that quarterback, I think, for the Seahawks that was like 6'7 or 6'8, like way back in the day? It's not Rick Meyer. There was another guy that was really tall. I, mean, it, I think this is late 80s, early 90s. There was some super, super. Here, I got I to gotta look this guy up now. Uh, the only I guy born, I can think I of like born, in yeah. the late 80s, early 90s, like Kelly Stauffer. No, 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 no. I'm just going to do Seahawks tall quarterback. Six feet. Dan McGuire, 6'8". <laughs> so oh, if, yeah. if we can take Kyler Murray and Dan McGuire. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. So since you've given me a little Then you get time, Russell Wilson. Then no, you I'm get kidding. Russell Wilson. <laughs> since you give me a little extra time to think about this. Um, I'm going to go completely different answers here. So I'm actually going to go taking peak Montana with his decision-making and accuracy and give him the physical abilities of Steve Young. Oof. So that'd be dangerous, right? Yeah. Dangerous, dude. You know what? If you could give me Barry Sanders and Emmett Smith's line, I'm fine. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's that's dirty. That's dirty. Barry Sanders an offensive line, period. Can you imagine Barry Sanders behind the 49ers offensive line from the 90s? Oh, my God. By the way, you know who gets very, very little love for how good he was? Is freaking Ricky Waters. Oh, yeah. From back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it was for Philadelphia or San Francisco, he was a good running back. I don't know why he gets, like, I just just feel like he's, like, one of the forgotten running backs who was really good. But, yeah, I I like this angle because you can have fun with a lot of different levels of it. Um, I mean, obviously, people are, like, you know, Dan, Dan Marino and Peyton Manning. Mm. Right. Think of think of how uh, uh, Manning's painting that cannon. Right. Woo. Giving Man- Manning's decision making and that quick release can of the Marino. John Elway and Michael Vick. I mean, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I mean, it, th- these things are these things are fun. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this should be like like sports brew homework for like off the, off the the podcast to like think of it for like all all the positions because I'm already kind of going to. I was thinking like Barry Sanders and Mike Allstott. <laughs> <laughs> God damn! <laughs> All right, Barry uh, Sanders oh, oh. and Jim Brown. It, oh. uh, yeah. Uh, how about uh, how about uh, Barry Sanders and Christian Okoye? Oh. How about how, yeah. how about Barry Sanders and John Riggins? <laughs> Larry Zonka. I don't know. Man. Hey, Jerry Rice and Randy Moss. Oh, I'll Jesus. Just run, I'll just run the, the opposite direction. Like, nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's like combining Mike Singletary and Ronnie Lott into one player. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. How about if we could just combine both Bosa brothers into one dude? Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. How about, uh, how about. Reggie White and Lawrence Taylor. Jesus. Oh no! <laughs> no, th- no, that's just cruel. If I'm uh-huh. a quarterback and in, in, in the in the in back there, I'd be like, I'm in danger. Yeah. <laughs> unless unless you're Franken Manning Vic, you can get away from it. You, <laughs> you can totally get away from that. We, but, we need we need this we need this video game to happen. Yeah, th- this is pretty good. All right, so I'm gonna I'm I'm you know I feel pretty good about my Manning Favre. Although there's obviously different permutations that feel pretty good, because uh, like you could certainly take Manning Mahomes, the M M&M. and I mean that's super dangerous. 
because um, there's a lot of players that are great by themselves. But I think part of what makes it fascinating is thinking about the strengths and the weaknesses of a given person and how you complement it. I think. Right. You know, do you get what I'm saying? I think that that's where it's super I got, interesting. I, I got one for you. That's yeah, a yeah, more yeah, recent. Yeah. <clears throat> we get the arm strength and the athletic ability of Josh Allen, uh-huh. but given the decision making and timing of Brock Purdy. See, and, and from a contemporary standpoint, ridiculous. I like that. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if Brock Purdy was Allen's size? Nope. Like oh, running around, God. just laying. Oh no! Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. We're gonna we're gonna help we're gonna help this guy out. We spent a lot of time talking about him last week. I tell you what, give me Cam Newton Frankenstein up with Brock Purdy. The only person that won't the only person that won't like that is Richard Mendenhall. But (laughs) (laughs) if you know, you know (laughs) that douche. Or if you know, you bro. (laughs) Apparently, I don't know. But (laughs) Cam Newton and Brock Purdy that would be a great quarterback. Yes. Cam Newton by himself, not as great. Cam Newton and Brock Purdy. Although, look, peak prime Cam Newton was a lot of fun. But injuries and other things. His play style definitely did not. He had a, he had a small window. He had a small window. Cap, 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 did you yeah, yeah, yeah. see uh, see Acho's uh, video response to Mendenhall's thing? No, I saw I saw RG3's response, which was pretty funny. I think it was pretty good. He, he he did a pretty well breakdown. I mean, just kind of took it seriously. He was like, well, here's our, you know, you're stupid. But, you know, the one, the one main point he made, which was, you know, I would say it's correct, is like the one spot, one spot where the, the you know, uh, <laughs> the people, the, the, the white folks would be in trouble would be at uh, cornerback. Mm-hmm. Uh, true story. Because what is it? Yeah. The last the last starting corner in the NFL was like Jason Seahorn or something yes. like that. I think that's correct, though. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Angie Harmon. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. <laughs> right. well, dude, I, she... I thought J.J. Watt's response was kind of funny, too, because he's like, I'm white. I, I, I consider myself a pretty good player. Like, he's just like, <laughs> And then the guy's like, you know, why'd you bother? And he's like, dude, I'm just having fun with it. You know, I'm right. just commenting. I'm not taking it serious. You know, lighten up. Yeah. 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 Well, first of all, it's Rashard Mendenhall. I'm not taking anything (laughs) that dude says. Yeah. I'm not going to worry too much about that. I mean, that's like, look, I'm just saying, that's like looking for, uh, you know, uh, disciplinary advice from, you know, child discipline advice from Adrian Peterson. You know, I I just don't need it from him. You know what I'm saying? I don't need it. Or, you know. Actually, that could that could take a really dark turn. I'm gonna stop. Yeah, <laughs> I, that was yeah, a, no one to stop. <laughs> Tyreek doesn't. That that could have taken a really dark turn, <laughs> and I, I I gotta be careful. You know what? And speaking speaking of dark turns, I'm out of alcohol. Oh right no! Now. Uh, well, look, we that, we hit an hour. Sad. It's probably time for a break and a Kit Kat. I mean, yeah, I can go pound this beer out. So, all right, let's take a break, and we'll see if we can Frankenstein any other kind of fun player. We could also Frankenstein coaches. Mm. Ooh, I'm you know, Mark. I got to tell you, I'm surprised you didn't say if you could uh, go ahead and Franken just Frankenstein up all of the Mannings, Cooper, Eli, Peyton, and Pops, and you just have Mega Manning, <laughs> like all of them. <laughs> <laughs> rolling the Mega Manning. That's Arch Manning right there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Good. Is he is he gonna randomly get to play in a bowl game this year? Like what is going on there? Well, I mean, Texas is in the playoffs, so I mean yeah. if the starting quarterback gets hurt, guess who's coming in? 
Hey, uh, side note, Mark, did you see that that epic? Was it Western Kentucky coming back against ODU? No, they were down like what twenty eight or something, and yeah. came back to win. <laughs> oh, crazy! Oh, ODU. Oh well, unlike VCU, at least you have a football team, though. So, VCU although look, VCU still undefeated. still undefeated, baby. Can never take that away from them. That's right. Unless they ever get dumb enough to have a team, then you can take that away from them. Hey, Mo Alley Cox is the best VCU football player of all time. Like right? They should ha- touchdown passes past weekend. They should hang a banner up for that. I mean, if the if the Lakers can hang up NBA in season cup champions, <laughs> like VCU can hang a Mo Alley Cox football banner. <laughs> Why not? Why not? He's like, boo. Boo. Oh. Uh, and somebody, it was probably Barstool. Somebody had this article where they were posting like terrible banners. And one of them, they had like the, uh, was it the Washington Mystics? Like they were like uh, regular season attendance champions and they had a banner <laughs> for the attendance. It's almost as bad as the Colts doing the freaking conference finals. Fuck out of here with that shit. <laughs> you, you can't raise a banner for leading the league in attendance. Hey, hey the uh, the, the Redskins raised a uh, worse beer because they had expired beer. Banner. No, expi- yeah, the, the the Washington has expired. We sell expired beer. Yeah, yeah. That's a bunch of assholes. Worst owner of all time. <laughs> Worst, like, yeah. Woo-hoo. Yeah, there it is. Old Dominion losing in overtime after leading 28-0. to zero. Uh, Power ranking the five most. Yeah, we'll, we'll go out on this. Power ranking the five most embarrassing banners in sports. And it is indeed it is indeed Barstool. That was good, good recall. Uh, let's see. The Saints, the New Orleans Saints, first season sellout in 2006. Season ticket holders. They had a banner for that. That's number five. Let's see. The Rays unveiling a, the 2022 wild card banner at the Trop. Oh. They were swept 2-0, scored one run, but they got a banner out of it. Um, number three, Shannon, this one's dedicated to you, the AFC finalist banner. Mm-hmm. Is that still up, or did they, or did they take that down? They didn't leave that I up. I don't know, but James Harrison does not approve. No. Number of two, any of these. Number two is the Lakers winning the in-season tournament. That's a, Kobe Bryant does not approve that one. That is for sure. And then, uh, yeah, number one is the Washington Mystics leading the WNBA in attendance in 2002. Yep. Oh, they went back-to-back. They have 2002 oh, and 2000. They back-to-back banners it. Wow. Is that a dynasty? That is awful. I'm pretty sure Kobe would be like, what the fuck? Fuck is this bullshit? No, no. He can lead the league in the tits. <laughs> Panthers ain't getting that banner this year. I tell you what, <laughs> they might it's cheapest like Wisconsin going. We lead the league in cheese sales. Yeah, uh, I, I think uh, I think the Panthers can have. Uh, it, we had the cheapest tickets this year, forty five cents. They can raise that one up and do that. And that was too much. And that was too much. And well, you know, at, at least a couple hundred fans got to enjoy that win. Look at the bright side, man. Stop, stop hating on them. Fuck them. <laughs> anyway, all right, we'll take a break. We'll come back in a few minutes. Mark, you gonna stick around for a salute o'clock? Yeah, I can stick around for a salute o'clock. You should. You should. We we haven't hit one o'clock, and we're good. Oh yeah. We, you know, and we have Be to impressive. Th- yeah. Hey. 
So, all right, we'll take a break. As always, keywords are sports and brew. You can find us on our home feed on Podbean and all over the place. Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Music, all the stuff, or Apple Podcasts, excuse me. Um, you can track us down, man. Just look up, like, beer, sports, dumbasses, and you will probably find us. You know, you'll probably track us down. Anyway, we'll take a break, freshen up our beverages, and we'll be back in just a moment. Hoorah. All right, we had to water some trees and uh, restock some beverages, but we are back. And uh, we had some some break time shenanigans there, so it's hard to get started actually recording again. But here we are. All right, so uh, while I was outside, I did think of one more that would uh, one more mashup that in my head would be like, and that was if you give me Daryl Green and Sean Taylor. Holy cow! Ooh. You know Damn. what I'm saying, like. Yikes. That'd be incredible. Because look, man, like Sean Taylor, I don't know what his career would have been, but it felt like he was going to be a Hall of Fame caliber safety. So if you gave me mm. the qualities of Daryl Green with just the physical dominance of Sean Taylor, like that's just filthy. That's just filthy. I wouldn't want to be a receiver at that point. Like, no. You would get you would get lit up for sure. No. I, I It's funny you say that because honestly – like less than a week ago, I was telling my brother, I just, I had a craving. I was like, you know, I haven't watched Sean Taylor Highness in forever. And I, I've always said, I mean, I, I was jealous of, of Washington for, for having him, but on the field, just, just purely talking on the field, Sean Taylor, I mean, yeah. one of the nastiest, if not maybe the nastiest of whoever, uh, yeah, and was only getting better, which is scary. Um, I mean, it's very easy to remember is one of the favorite plays is, uh, his, his, his hit uh the pro bowl I know. uh which which is amazing and but i've forgotten i mean kudos i don't remember who maybe one of y'all remember who uh the punter was that he hit but what was so amazing about it was i mean the punter jumped right up immediately and like ran out there to like shake his hand i was like you know what i mean you can give a friend for that i mean yeah i I would say a, a, a list of things that I would never have wanted to have with me would be definitely getting hit by Sean Taylor at any point in time, but definitely not if I'm a punter who not remotely is prepared for this. Nah, I'm, I'm good. No. I'm good the, on that. the best part of that whole thing is Bill Belichick was the coach and it was Buffalo's punter. <laughs> so he was like, oh, division rival punter? Fuck this guy. Light him up. Go ahead, buddy. <laughs> Go ahead, light him up. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Seal of approval. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. He all totally right. went Alex Trebek. So, <laughs> yeah. You know what? That's a hundred effing percent, man. That's a hundred percent. You are right. You get that. You get that. Fuck them. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well played. All right. Let's uh, let's knock out a salute clock and then bounce around on a couple of other topics and then we can uh, I don't Christmas it up and kind of shut it down, but. Uh, gentlemen, it's good to see all of you as always. And Mark, it's a treat to actually have you on tonight and see you again. I try, was trying to remember the last time uh, you you were able to join in. It's been a minute. Hasn't so, been yeah, but it's it's good to see you, you old lunkhead. It's good to see you, bro. Yeah, <laughs> likewise, brother. Is, is there like a Tool album coming out? Like what happened? Like <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm still trying to still trying to get back in the employment game and uh, just spend a lot of time with that and. Uh... Uh, I'd say I don't need to give all the details, but even more comically, uh, s- still fighting for uh, unemployment insurance in Maryland, which is fun because oh, um, the government is the government is fun and incompetent. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, you know. But but no, overall doing doing very well. Can't complain, and uh, 
no, I, I, I said I'd mention it, but uh, um, uh, fun thing for me up this upcoming weekend is uh, it is my mother's seventieth birthday coming up on Saturday. So definitely a salute o'clock to, to to her. I can't believe she had you in her late forties. I mean, <laughs> I know, right? almost fifty. I mean, that is like a medical miracle. It's very impressive. Good on good <laughs> she, on her, she, oh, mom, Mama D. Stat man. Good job. She, she's an impressive lady. Don't introduce her to Tyree Kill, man. She might <laughs> she might pull out another one. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, but my God! But no, happy well, happy birthday to your mom. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate that. You're welcome. I'm, so, I'm, I'm sorry blast. she got an accidental Tyreek Hill blast. <laughs> Damn. Okay. I mean, I'm glad she didn't actually get an accidental Tyreek Hill blast. So. <laughs> <laughs> Or intentional, or any which way. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> well then, alrighty. An accidental Tyreek Hill blast. I don't think you can just shake that off. Oh, don't, don't worry, it's, it's right there hurt. for you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> It even comes with a backflip, man. And he'll he'll record it while, while he's delivering. I mean, look at the bright side. I mean, clearly all he wants to do is bang, bang. That's right. <laughs> well, Mark's not even rusty. He's all up in here dropping references. Look at this guy. My goodness. You're slacking, Shannon. Hey, man. I'm letting Mark roll, man. <laughs> If Rusk is cooking every now and then, we got to let Mark cook. That's right. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> mm, 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 mm. Anyway, did you have anything else after mom's birthday or that? Oh, that's 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 gonna be real fun. Um, I mean, I don't think y'all need yeah stories of my mom, but she she is fantastic. I will say she'll be embarrassed that I was that I'm putting this out there, but um, that, that uh, you were of, a 15 pound baby at birth. Well, there's that too, but um, not quite. But 13, 13 pounds. That's like the prequel to Godzilla minus one. <laughs> not wrong. Uh, I'm okay. a lot of shit on the way. <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> No, I was gonna say she 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 uh she's always cracking me up and one of my favorites uh things of the last like year or so is, is she she frequently wants me to help her like add songs to on Spotify. She has a right uh, fuck you fuck you playlist oh. for, for for just when she wants to like you know, release some uh you know anger and you know, get it out. So Right, right. Yeah. She she's uh, she's very entertaining. Good. Good. Have, I hope you have break stuff on there. No, I'm, I'm, I'm very confident it's on there. Somewhere, somehow. Better be. All right, Mark, uh, what you drinking, bro? We'll let you lead salute o'clock. Yes, sir. I'm enjoying a uh, Magic Hat number nine. Oh, a classic. Classic. Ooh, old school. Been a little while. And um, a, uh, a high noon uh, vodka and soda mango. All right, look at that. I heard someone saying they didn't make Magic Hat anymore, so. I don't see it. Uh, quite as many places, but they're definitely still rocking it out. Okay. Mm. Cool. There you go. So I am enjoying a, uh, a rather tasty Jack and Coke. Big surprise. Mexico, of course. 
I still think it's ridiculous we can't get the best Coke made in the United States in Atlanta. Come on, man. Seriously. Fru- fructose. F that fructose. Give me the give me the sugar. <laughs> give me the real stuff, man. Azucar. Give me the real stuff. So Mexico from Costco. Thanks, Costco. Um, and some Jack Daniels. Fun little mixer. And then uh, you know, uh I, I drank my dogfish head earlier this week. So I'm just enjoying some coronas. Because uh, they get the job done, and I, I, I got to hydrate, so I might as well drink and hydrate at the same time, and that's Corona's for me. There yeah. you go. There you go. <laughs> Shannon, what you got, brother? So the wife and I went to Busky tonight. We uh, went for trivia night. Mm. So we you know bring home a lot of yummy goodness. Um, double header, going with the cinnamon plum cake. No, you got to say it's a, a Tyreek double header. What's a Tyreek double header? <laughs> <laughs> uh the cinnamon plum cake which was just released oh. uh, i guess this past week which actually is really freaking good cinnamon plum cake yeah oh really good some hints of vanilla in there it's it's randy if you can get up there man i'm telling you it's actually pretty good and then the gold rush which is a single varietal apple which i really like is right right just a nice little solid five percenter just keeps you going easy drinking yep yep damn right mm. randy what you got bro so pulled another one from the six pack that shana brought me hey not too long ago it's called christmas dinner from hardywood it's uh Ooh. part of the family tree pack that he got Oh. It's uh, an imperial milk stout aged in red wine barrels with ginger, cinnamon, milk, sugar, and vanilla. That sounds like a cereal. <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, it's like they definitely tried to take Christmas dinner and throw it all into one bottle. Yeah, well, but is it good? It's not bad. Um, I think the red wine barrels kind of aren't for me. Are you? Uh, yes. uh, do, do you like red wine or nah? I'm not a wine drinker. I got gotcha. you. So usually um, like stouts, if it's as long as it's a bourbon barrel, I'm usually pretty happy. I got gotcha. you. So the red the red wine is definitely uh, it's very strong. Yeah, well, a good red has a yeah, they're pretty bold. Um, I will say um, I'm real partial to Chianti's, mm. but as much as I like them, like that's not you you can't be like oh it's a hot summer day like, give me give me one of those Chianti you know what I mean it's, it's no like, nope. <laughs> This is not the deal, man. It's a good wine, but it's 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 a lot. <laughs> Reds are for the winter. Yeah. Whites are for the summer. Yeah. Do you like do you like your Chianti with some fava beans? Some who? <laughs> some fava beans. Pava bean? I don't even know what the hell a pava bean is. <laughs> He's pava going bean. Hannibal Lecter with you. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> You never seen Silence of the Lambs. I don't remember that. I haven't seen right. I haven't seen Silence of the Lambs since the nineties, bro. All right. Some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Oh, there you go. It's a nice pull, but no, I missed the reference. I'm sorry. Okay. You know. I guess I guess once I finish with Fargo, I'll go back and rewatch Silence of the Lambs. Damn. New season of, New season of Fargo is oh. damn good. Watch 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 one tonight. I could. I'm, it's not gonna happen. No, I was saying I did. I don't give a shit oh. anymore if you do or not. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. Right? <laughs> that's like Dallas making a, a, a legit playoff run. <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can wish in one hand. You can shit in the other. Wow. See, see which one fills up first. That's not nice. <laughs> well, you know, you're not exactly a Dallas fan, so, it you know, 
Go no. ahead. Trash away. <laughs> Trash away. Oh man. No, I uh that they're a perplexing team because uh well, you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Dallas is a front running team. They're built to be a front running team. They're built to have a lead on you. Right? Mm-hmm. Their defense looked small against Buffalo. Their linebackers, I mean, they were just shoving them all over the place, dude. I mean, James, I mean, uh, uh, my my Bills co-worker, fan friend, whatever, he was, you know, he was like, let James cook. <laughs> and I mean, kudos to that, dude. He had a hell of a game. Yes, he did. And it was funny. I uh, My delivery driver is, is a Cowboys fan. And, you know, I do a game of the week for work. And the staff it doesn't apply to me because I, I, it's irrelevant. But the staff can win a jeans day. And so one of the games was, you know, Cowboys Bills, and uh, the staff picked Dallas to win. And so my the, the delivery driver shows up and he saw the because I always send out a chart. It's like a Google survey, and I sent a chart out showing the a pie chart showing the picks. And I was like, yeah, this is what this is. And the staff, you know, the staff's taking Dallas. He's like, oh, smart. And I'm like, are you sure about that? Because it's on the road, it's bad weather, and Buffalo is motivated. You sure you feel good? He felt good. He did not feel as good about that when I saw him today. <laughs> did not believe it. Did not shocker. Did not feel as good about that. So yeah, that's a, that's a shocker. But uh, kudos to them. And, and you know, Josh Adam was funny. I like that uh, post game presser <laughs> where he's talking about you know group assignments or whatever. The group I think project I that many times, which again, I don't just get it done. Let's just find a way to win, and um, you know, felt like the the kid that didn't do anything in the class project but got an A. He's so happy saying it. You know what I mean? He's so happy. He's so happy saying that. And as much as he has done for that franchise over the years, where they do that, and he didn't have to like break his back to win a game, he's like, "Fuck yeah, I'll do that." Look. Cook, 221 total scrimmage yards, had a rushing touchdown, a, a receiving touchdown. He had the most scrimmage yards by a Buffalo player since 2010. And I, I will say this, like Allen, I know he's joking around there about not doing, not having to do a whole bunch. But in the second quarter, Allen uh, took off. He ran for a gain of, I don't know, 9 or 10 or something like that. But uh, the Cowboys managed to rip his wristband off, the one that has all the plays on it. And it just didn't matter, man. The Bills rolled down the field, and Allen ran it in for the score on second and goal. I mean, he trucked him. I, although I think some somebody must have come running in like with another wristband. Didn't matter. Uh, the Bills' defense was all over Dak. I don't think – correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure Dak didn't clear 100 yards till garbage time. Yes. That is correct. I mean, it's it was incredible. And quite frankly, quite frankly, you want to beat Dallas, you run on them. Yep. You run if you get if you can run on Dallas and you get up on them, you eliminate the things, you negate some of their strengths. You know, it, I, I, it doesn't help. Their defensive line is small. No, they're, I mean they're built for to rush the passer, and that's really yes. about it. Uh, that that feels like the Colts. Sorry, Randy. No, Back no, in the I, day, yeah, it is. But it, also, when you think about it, it took three quarters for Dan Quinn to make adjustments to where they actually started doing something on defense and making stops. It's like, dude, what are you doing? Seriously? You're just going to sit there and run the same defense at them the entire time, but not make adjustments at halftime. You got to wait till the fourth quarter when you're, the game is well out of it's reach. Done. 
That's, that's just dumb. dumb. Understand this. Cowboys at home, 7-0, and a plus 171 point differential, plus 10 turnover margin. Cowboys on the road, 3-4, and four, negative 4 point differential, which is gross. 171 to negative 4. That's a huge swing. And a negative 1 turnover margin. I mean... Look, the Bills are a team that we've we've clearly joked around about them not running the ball. And I, I look, I, they fired their OC, so you you had some in season changes. And at the moment, it feels like that as hard as that was to do in season. You look back at kind of what's happened since then, and you go, "It was the right decision to make." You know what Buffalo said? Can't do it. Can't. We'll do it live. Can't. Can't do it. But they. But they could do it. They could do it with James. Let James cook. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> what a difference a new OC makes who actually understands the players you have and knows how to utilize them properly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> look, look. Thank look, you, Randy. Look, Buffalo was motivated. I would certainly say they're they're pissed, right? And they're, they're going to bring it. I mean, here's the thing: like Buffalo's dangerous because when Bu- if Buffalo playing at their best can run with anybody, they've had some tough injuries this year too. I still am not fond of Green Bay trading that corner to them. I mean, good for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's helped Buffalo a bit uh, for sure. But I, I don't, you know. I, They've just morphed into a better team. I mean, you think you let the running back cook. You let Josh Allen start cooking, too. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. You get both? Very dangerous. Mm. Yeah. Very dangerous. Very and they dangerous. stick to the running game. Yeah. They don't abandon it. They actually well, stick to it. I mean. Well, if they can get that kind of production, they'll run And more. then Von Miller getting healthy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I mean, Stephon Diggs can still he can still ball, man. So and, and Kincaid at tight end. Yeah, I mean, the Bills are a dangerous team, mm-hmm. like for sure. You know, we have obviously the back back end of the season to play out. But I'm going to tell you, I I firmly believe Buffalo makes the playoffs, and Buffalo is going to take somebody. Buffalo is going to take somebody out. Whoever gets a two seed, if they don't win the East, mm-hmm. I hate to be the two seed. Yeah. And that's probably going to be like Miami or somebody. That could be tricky. That could be tricky. Mm-hmm. Uh, Randy, I would ask you, 49ers dropped some whoop-ass on the Cardinals. Cardinals had a little fight in them, man. Good on them. But uh, any particular takeaways for you uh, from that game? Uh, and I will say Brock Purdy was out there handling business. Take notes, Doug Gottlieb. Uh, third game this season with at least four touchdown passes and no interceptions. And, of course, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, 20 touchdowns this season. He's at the, he's at the point now. It's second most in 49ers history. So I would say, it, barring a weird injury, it's safe to say he's going to uh, threaten Jerry Rice's record. Well, <clears throat> what's interesting is uh, Jerry Rice was on Fred Warner's podcast. And he's like, you know what? Records are made to be broken. Yeah, which is a good attitude and, to have. And he's like, if he breaks my record, more power to him. Yeah. Because, you know, I've had – he's like, I've had that record for a long time. Mm-hmm. So it's good that that a uh, you know someone's finally going to break it. Um, we hadn't broken it yet. Had broken could it yet. break it. Could break it. Yeah, um, he'll break but, it against Washington. I'm just telling you now. <laughs> so 
looking back at the game mm-hmm. and because obviously I had to watch Red Zone for it, and unfortunately, uh, I felt like you know <clears throat> it seemed like the slow start. Um, the defense had you know had a had a pick six, which really kind of helped set the tone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, there was some you could tell it was a division game because Arizona played them uh, pretty tough at times. Knew the you know knew the system knew the routes and so they they jumped on some of the, some of the passes and uh, knocked stuff away. Some guys had some drops, so it was it, the game ended up being score wise a little more than I was expecting. Overall, though, they played mm-hmm. us tough enough to where I was like, yeah, I felt like that's what I was going to expect out of out of the Cardinals. I didn't think they were just going to roll over and die. They weren't going to pull the Chargers on anybody. <laughs> um, uh, obviously. Um, when Purdy took that hit and got that stinger, mm-hmm. just laid there for a good 30 seconds plus. Obviously, I was a little concerned. And then Darnold comes in. He was very just, concerned, not a little. Yeah, I kind of said to him, fuck. <laughs> um, there you go. We are so fucked. <laughs> oh, no. And, and Well, it got worse when I watched Darnold make a couple of throws and went, oh, shit. Because he was overthrowing guys and missing guys. And so we like, know Sam Darnold is not in Gottlieb's fifteen. We know that. True, but it's just the idea, you know. They're, you know. Do we? Do we? Do maybe not. But when you think about it, all. By the way, Shane, don't, about... don't let Doug Gottlieb, Gottlieb borrow your credit card. I'm just saying. Oh no! I'm sorry. Keep going, Randy. All anybody ever said is that. You could plug in anybody in the Shanahan system and it works. Well, mm-hmm. Darnold is supposedly, you know, he's a former first round pick and he struggled because he's not a timing guy. He's not a West Coast offense guy. He's not a fit for the scheme. He may be athletic enough to make, you know, make, you know, get away from some pressure here and right, there, right. And maybe make a couple of, couple of throws, but it's not what Purdy brings to that position for the team. Yeah. So obviously, when he came back out and finished the drive, I was you know very relieved and was like, okay, good, it's not a concussion because that's exactly what I thought at first. Mm-hmm. It was oh shit, another concussion. We don't need this. Don't need and that. Then he, and then when he said in the presser, it's like yeah, it was a stinger. The first time it ever happened. So I just laid there because I never experienced it before. Mm-hmm. And he's like, after a while, it went away. And I was like, okay, good. He's at least he's being smart about it, being cautious. He wasn't like some of these guys who just like. Eh, it'll it'll loosen up. I'll be good, and then find out they tore something. Yeah. Um, but overall, I think the defense really kind of did what the defense does. They definitely didn't play as hard as they could have because obviously giving up twenty nine points, some of it's garbage time. But still, I feel like offensively everything clicked. Uh, I was I'm just I'm just glad that they you know the feisty Cardinals didn't show up that beat the beat the Cowboys. They can they can show up against uh, Philly later. Look, this you got the win. You feel good about the, your playoff seating and positioning. Oh yeah, and you just um, if you survive the back chunk of the year, stay healthy, and then get into the playoffs and wreck shop. That's what that, you want. That's kind of my take on. It. That's why I was. That's why I was saying with Seattle beating Philadelphia and g- keep it giving us that one game edge. I can just kind of kick back, not fully kick back. Don't I'm not. I don't want to say I'm going to rest on our laurels just yet. <clears throat> There's still three games to be played. Yeah, but I'm not. <clears throat> I'm not going to be stressing over the Ravens game. We win, we win, we lose, we lose, and then it's just after that, got to win out. 
but if we win and then win next week, it's a wrap. It's it's, it's one of those things where it's you know just got to go out there and play our game. I would just say, I would think realistically, and and Mark, I know you alluded to this earlier. Uh, this is not. This shouldn't be a surprise to anybody, right? I, I would think generally, if you're throwing money or just looking at favorites and odds, a healthy 49ers team at this point feels like they would be the easy pick for the favorite to finish this off. Yeah. The caveat is obviously health, because you have a defense, you got a run game, you you have a dynamic offense. Um, and it does feel like they have unfinished business because of the injury to Brock Purdy in that game against Philly last year. So there's some salt that's there. Um, so they're motivated. I mean, they're, they're obviously regularly motivated, but there's an extra degree of motivation. And you throw in some Brock Purdy disrespect. You throw in a talented team, right? I mean, they, they, they got a lot to do. They got a lot to prove. They got a lot of business to handle. They're quite capable. They just they they got to stay healthy. Keep Debo, keep Trent, and uh, they're going to be some kind of dangerous. But I, it, maybe it's low hanging fruit, but it feels like they're going to be the easy, you know, the easy like oh yeah that's Super Bowl team kind of kind of kind of deal. But it it's hard to look at what they've done since the buy, right? I mean they've been a they've been a juggernaut since the buy. Largely. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying everything's mm-hmm. perfect, but I mean they they've they've taken care of but TCB, man, taking care of business. So I don't know. Uh the Ravens, you know, it's one of the things I think is, is great about this game. Again, we talked about the MVP thing, but like the Jaguars are an odd team to me. Uh, Trevor Lawrence had some random fumble. He just lost the ball running with it. Uh, it was his 19th fumble since 2021, which does lead the league, by the way, uh, in that span. So that's not great. And, man, it was wild to me. You think about some of the missed opportunities in the in the league. Like, the Bears with Mooney is an easy one to cherry pick because uh, that was just such a debacle. Um, But the Jaguars... I can't quite figure them out, man. Like there are times I feel like they're pretty good. And there's other times I'm like, nah, dude, <laughs> um, them blowing the end of that first half. They got a great deep ball catch by Zay Jones and they had about 12 seconds left and they're in the red zone. They don't, they don't clock the ball. They don't clock the ball. Lawrence goes out there and throws them first and goal. And of course the player doesn't get out of bounds. So they're trying to get huddled back up and, and clock it and whatever. And the, you know, they run out of time. Time expires. Poof. And it's like, man, we're late enough in the season. You can't be making that kind of a mistake. There's no way, dude. The Jaguars had the most yards ever in the first half or in a in a first half to get zero, zero point zero, zero points. They moved the ball. They just couldn't do anything with it. I mean... They pulled a Whitfield. No, I'm just oh, oh, I'm just no. <laughs> no, you're right. It it, it <clears throat> amazed me the missed opportunities they had, uh, missed field goals, and Lord, I don't know how the hell you can be running with a football and all of a sudden you're just like, I forgot how to hold on to the ball. It, it there just, it, goes. it just got away from him. But I mean, he does have a fumbling problem. He has a legit he fumbling does. problem, and that that's dangerous. But like the Jaguars. 
they're the team to me that like when they play their best, they're really good. But you get this weird variance with them. So because there are sometimes they just look like they're abjectly terrible. And it's weird. I mean, in the fourth quarter, Ridley bobbled a woulda, coulda, shoulda, you know, touchdown. They challenged it, but they, they lost that. It's just odd, man. Third straight loss, two and four over their last six after starting six and two. I just, I can't trust Jacksonville. Don't trust them. Don't trust them. I trust the 49ers. I trust Baltimore. I do not trust Jacksonville. And, yeah, it's hard to trust them. And look, I don't care that Baker Mayfield had the first perfect, this is gross, by the way, had the first perfect passer rating allowed by Green Bay in Green Bay ever, 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 158.3. Freaking Baker Mayfield, dude. I've never <laughs> seen him deal like that before. All gas, no break, baby. All gas, no break. It was just disgusting, man. The Packers defense is 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 crap, and um, they talked about you know Joe Barry and all that rigmarole. And Matt and I had a lot of conversations. That dude's got to go, man. That dude's got to go. He presided over the zero sixteen Lions. I mean, you know their defense. I mean, dude's got to go. It's just it's just gross. You know, I'm not trying to hate on the guy. I'm not, but that's just that's nasty, man. And I, I know that's a young team, and this is this has kind of been a weird year. But when they handle business against Kansas City, I kind of felt like they had turned a corner, and they just they haven't shown up well enough the past couple of weeks. I mean, Mark's certainly not crying any tears for you know them eating <clears throat> eating butt against the Giants, but um, they they clearly miss Christian Watson a ton. Oh, yeah. A ton. And, you know, Love had his moments, but that, that defense is atrocious. And uh, I, I don't see how you keep how you keep Joe Barry. I, I, I just I just don't. That dude's got to that dude. That dude's got to go. That dude's got to go. That, that's that's too. You know, there's too much. They've expended too much draft capital on that defense for it to underperform the way that it does. And it's just it's just gross. And again, this isn't a year where I guess the stakes are that high. You have so much youth um, and skill positions, uh, you know, across that team. And Jordan loves development, but you'd like to believe that if Love's having an okay game, that you can lean on the defense. And they can't. They can't. Certainly not the pass defense. It's just it's just awful. It's just awful. Baker Mayfield getting a perfect quarterback rating. Gross. Four passing touchdowns. Gross. Gross. It's bad enough losing to the damn Giants. By the way, Mark, I gotta tell you, no matter what I do, man, the freaking New York football Giants just they just show up like randomly. They're like the Freddy Krueger of my football life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's the it's the damnedest thing, man. <laughs> Always the Giants, bro. Always the Giants. Man. Well, hey, whenever you whenever you want to, you're welcome to join the flock. You've got your you know, fat Seahorn jersey. Rock that whenever you want. We, we would welcome you with open arms, man. We're, I, we're, I tr- we're... Look, I tried to soften the curse, man. I do have a fat Seahorn jersey. <laughs> it doesn't matter. 
They still screw me. In some one one way or another, the damn New York Football Giants, man, they just hose me. Well, I'm just saying you're welcome to join the join the fandom anytime. No, no, <laughs> that's negative. We'll not do that. But I appreciate the offer. Absolutely. Um, what I will support is is you know Tommy Cutlet's celebration and him going to pizzerias. I'll 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 support that. And beating the Eagles at least once. I'll support that. Randy oh. will definitely support that. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> I'm um, from this weekend. Yeah. I'll I'll raise a glass. We joked around about the Sex Panther earlier, but I will raise a glass to Joe Flacco uh in that comeback against Chicago. Two hundred twelve passing yards in the fourth quarter. Ooh. Just the quarter, dudes. The most Bob Browns quarterback in any quarter over the last forty-five seasons. So good on, good on. I will not raise a glass, however, to the uh, New York Jets getting the donut, the zero, the bagel against the Dolphins. That was awful. That was just embarrassing. That's just embarrassing, man. That game was so atrocious. Not only did it eliminate the Jets from playoff contention, it finally put the you know, Willie or Woney Aaron Rodgers chat to bed. What's that dude going to talk about now, man? Hey, I'm on the active he, roster. He's practicing, man. Good job. He'll find something about himself to talk about. He will. Yeah, he's he will. trying to talk shit about Chelsea. Yes. <laughs> oh, because of probably because of the vaccines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's dumb. I remember he's immunized. Uh, Mark, let me ask you, because um, that 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 Saints Giants game. I mean, I was. I picked the Giants to beat the Saints. It did not work out in my favor. Um, but it, it feels like maybe the Tommy Cutlets bubble has burst a little bit. The Saints are a weird team. You know, and sometimes they look like they can run with the big dogs. And other times you're like, who the hell is this? What is going on? <laughs> like, Saints just do weird stuff. But do you have any significant takeaways from a Giants fan perspective or anything in particular with that one? I don't uh, really other than Tommy, you know, Tommy DeVito's obviously that he can take a hit. I'm glad he was okay because he got popped, man. <laughs> Woo. Oh, he did, and it's it's been such a weird season. I mean, I, I you know I know I haven't got got to be on here saying a whole lot, but I mean it's 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 been a very odd season as a Giants fan. I mean, I I'm not somebody who likes or whatever wants to see my team or other teams you know doing the you know tanking thing or you know. What have you? But like, I mean, the reality was once they you know started going on this you know winning streak. Well, I mean, all they're doing is you know hurting the draft stock. If you're you know looking from a practical perspective, so mm-hmm. it's you know like cool to see the team fighting. And again, I, I, I'm glad that they put up some fight, and I, I'm you know happy for Debito. But you know, again, in the long run, it's really just kind of hurting hurting them. So is, is, it, uh... it's all weird, but. All right, what what do you, what do you think happens to Danny Dimes? Oh man, I have no idea. Um, I know that's a tough question, but I mean, look the fan base the fan base has rallied around Devito in a way that they never have embraced Daniel Jones. Yeah, I mean, I, I think realistically, I mean, there's there's no part of me that thinks that you know Devito is the future of the franchise. Just don't see that. Uh, it's been a fun story. The agent is entertaining. Uh, good on him for you know being tough, taking hits, and still you know fighting. Uh, fighting I just on. I just want to know if you found the end of the rainbow and his box of lucky charms, man. <laughs> I, lo- I I do love the color green, bro. 
yeah, it, 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 it's all entertaining. But I mean, it, it, it is kind of a silly sideshow in some ways, obviously. And so, you know, in a, in a way, as a, you know, kind of highlighting what I'm saying about it, it's been a tough season to watch, root for. Maybe it's been fun to kind of have a good distraction. Yeah. Um, yeah. And all that. Yeah. It, but it, it is. Yeah. I, I definitely mean, I would have thought. Yeah, had they you know stuck around in the you know ultimate ultimate seller that's you know going after a draft quarterback would have been you know a good thing and and they still very well may and I mean obviously there's plenty of times where you can find a, a you know, potential future starter you know that doesn't have to just be you know one of the top you know three or four guys they've got so many holes uh, obviously that line I mean that offensive line need needs so much work so I mean you know we all know that it's it's never the sexy pick. It's never the exciting pick, but it's it's the most you know reliable pick for a reason. Do so you it's a, it's a, do the Giants yeah. bring back Kadarius Tony? God no. <laughs> that motherfucker. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'll stop babbling and say I I, I think Dandy Dog's time is over. I, I think you know it. We just don't. It, it's just not fun continuing to you know make. I don't want to say make excuses every year, um, but you know we know that you know he's he's had a lot of chances. He hasn't always had the best system to play with, the best receivers, the best line, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but you know, in a weird way, I, I bet I've talked about it here before. Uh, this may seem like a really weird analogy at first, but uh, I talk about Romo at times where I feel like, yeah, I think that's a new environment could have benefited Romo so much. I mean, I think we're all, we're all, we're all hugely on team Romo in terms of being a commentator. Dude's phenomenal at it. Um, I think that's, you know, he gets a lot of undue hate for, you know, his time as a quarterback in, in Dallas, you know, from outsiders, but also plenty from Dallas fans. I just don't think he gets the respect he deserves. Dude was tough as nails, took so many hits, could escape like no other. Um, yes, he, but, but, but he clearly, we you know, he had the, you know, the, the playoff curse he couldn't get past, and and I understand if I were a Dallas fan, the the bots field goal, yeah, I I, I understand how that's going to you know be a tough one to get 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 over, but maybe that's kind of the point. Maybe a different environment could have done him some good. Um, maybe so, maybe a different environment like his wide receiver holds onto the ball in, in a playoff game uh, at Green yep, Bay. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so I mean, there, there's 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 lots of things to say there, and so I, I guess it's just kind of my, my roundabout analogy to say that. Uh, I like Danny Dimes, and I think that's you know he can certainly have a good good NFL career. Um, but his his next chapter I'm, needs to be elsewhere. Is your point? I'm ready to see him go somewhere else. I I, I just I just don't want to keep having the you know uh, feels like a soap opera. You know, will they or won't they? Like every season right now, Let, yeah. let's 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 turn 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 the page, start fresh with somebody else. It, no, it's it, it's not going to be Danny. I was going to say Danny DeVito. <laughs> it's not going to be Tommy DeVito. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, let's let's see what we can get in the drafts and um, take it from there. I want Danny DeVito to have a cardboard cut out of Tommy DeVito. Or, <laughs> or, vi- or, or, like, you know, vice versa or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think at that time, wasn't it uh, Danny DeVito that uh, did that cardboard? Like, uh, some uh, high school girl had a cardboard cut out of him for a prom, right? And so then he had a cardboard cut out of her or something. Like- <laughs> that sounds right. I feel like I remember that. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't have got to tell you, but actually, I, I went to uh, Philadelphia 
uh, I want to say back in October, uh-huh. uh, or, or sorry, any early November, uh, with uh, Donkey and uh, Matthew Schultz to uh, support them, and they did this uh, Rocky Rocky themed uh, marathon, oh. and um, I, I actually got to go to. Uh, so there is there isn't a, a actual like always sunny in Philadelphia bar, but uh, Rob McElhenney and his wife do like own a bar that's you know essentially is like a, a fan themed uh sunny bar so we, we did oh. go there and that was that was pretty cool it's very, very low-key nothing flashy but that kind of makes it awesome like this is kind of a hole in the wall but uh but it is actually pretty cool um would have loved to see seen seen him or them i'm sure they go there sometimes but uh yeah so i, I thought you were going to tell me that you know on the playground was where you spent most of your days but... <laughs> thought about it <laughs> just saying <laughs> well good i'm glad you had a good trip <laughs> that's it that's all you got that's all i got the danny dimes era is done danny dimes era is done uh, it's done for me i i it's okay it's, think, you, you yeah i, I know it's it's just frustrating because I, I like the dude i mean and i think he's done plenty yeah, of he's not good, an unlikable good, guy it's not like good, you're exactly like, he's done a lot of good good things yeah. and he, he certainly um you know I, I you're not rolling around I being wish, like f that daniel daniel jones no, dick no. <laughs> great plays um i think he yeah you know, they, they started to do better at utilizing you know him uh you know bootlegs and running the ball i mean i think you know but didn't it just um, feel like at, you know, the team makes the playoffs last year it's kind of a rough exit but didn't it feel like you're like all right we're all right they figured this out we're on the upswing and then just landed the buckle yeah yeah i i'd hope so um, but it was not to be. I think my one knock against him is who Jones. I, yeah, is is the fact that I never, I do not remember ever seeing him like cut loose, like in terms of like if he makes a big play or a touchdown or it's a touchdown, it's, the game is ending. Like I never saw him just get emotional, like a show excitement of any type and usually with quarterbacks they make a big play they're letting you know they just made a big play uh, but, to, but to me it's, it seems like he's just so reserved and i i don't know if that played into his play style or if that's just his overall personality but it was just it it felt off for the position he's playing Okay, so you're going with some style, lack of style points there with Danny Dimes. Okay, it's not even I mean, style. It's just the emotion of like getting pumped, getting psyched, like actually feeling the game rather than okay, <clears throat> hike. Okay, there's my read throw, and then oh, touchdown, cool. Well, you know, do a little. I'm, I'm talking about like showing that raw. I, emotion I hear you. I hear you. So play. he he's a little too subdued for you. Yeah, I want a guy who actually is going to get hyped. Who, as a leader, mm-hmm. you know, if you get hyped, the guys around you get hyped, and they, and you just feed off each other. You feed off that energy. Mm. If your if your starting quarterback is going to sit there and be like, "All right, cool touchdown, yeah, let's go," <laughs> you just you guys just scored a touchdown. You guys, you know, Captain you, Meh, Meh, yeah, Meh. All right, so t- for you, Danny sure Dimes Mark is in the land of agrees with it. Too, yeah. That Jones was like that for the most part. No, he's he's, he's pretty he's pretty uh, laid back, and and you know I can appreciate the idea that's uh, you know perhaps if, if you're the quarterback, uh, you know you you want to bring the energy 
Um, I, you know, I never took it, and I'm not saying you're saying you're taking it as lack of interest per se, right? Um, but it's you know, in terms of his position, that you know, if you are going to look at the quarterback as the leader, which typically you are, right. that's you know, you, you maybe want somebody who's a little more you know, rah rah, you know, uh, a little more oomph in there, and I, I, I can understand that. Um, I've I've seen all sides of it, and and uh, you know, it, it, it obviously as a you know specific fan of the team, is, you know, it, I may not see it that same way, but I, I I get it. I get what you're saying, and I mean, I, I think for me, it's you know, it's more just you know, we, is, we've always just been you know on the cusp. You is, know, is he um, the is that, he the giant Sam Darnold, like where he's okay, right? But eh. um. I mean, I think I he's. Have, I think he's better than Sam Darnold, but, but yeah, I, I, think I agree with him. But in in, con, in concept, um, I'm trying to think. I, I feel like there might be a better you know, analogy, but I I know what you mean, and I I I, I can I can take it as a yeah somewhere somewhere in that vein. So here's the thing: you, know? you look at Darnold and you go, okay, I found he saw ghosts that one time against New England. All right, but like you're like, okay, he's got physical tools, he can run. Every once in a while, like Sam Darnold would have a game where he'd be like, all right, he's figured this out sweet and then he would revert and it yeah. feels like it feels like dan uh, daniel jones fair or not it feels like daniel jones teases upside but never delivers he never quite got over the hump he, he yeah. definitely did and i think that that's that's probably the best way to you know super summarize it for me is i i just i would have needed a little more like i am very confident this guy is the guy who's going to take us to the finish line this guy is the guy who's going to get it done um I just never, never quite felt that. Yeah, I mean, um, it, like he's he's not bad, but he, yeah. he's he's not enough to like elevate the rest of the team. And maybe this is kind of the Randy's point is you know there's certain guys that really elevate the team and kind of one way or another by hook or by crook they drag them, pull them, whatever. And it, Danny Dimes feels more like a, a a quarterback steward. You know what I mean? And I just don't yeah. think that team is good enough right now for the style that he is now, you know, I guess we can you know, thought experiment out and there's other places that he could go and be successful. I don't think he's a like garbage, but I don't know that he's enough that he's truly going to elevate a franchise, which when you, you know what I mean? Like, and that's tricky. Cause if it's a first round dude, you're trying to figure out how much you're going to pay him. You need them to elevate the team. And, we're going to look back and say, well, they wasted that money. They overpaid them. I mean, they did make the playoffs last year, right? They did. So didn't end well, but they got there. And right. you wanted to believe that Dayball and, you know, that they had their poor man's Josh Allen with, with the Giants. So, but he's he's not a bum, but not, no. en not enough. Not enough. Exactly. On, not, not, not enough on a team that is you know, working through roster challenges and kind of clearly has to expend some resources to rebuild the roster. I mean, look, everybody faces rebuilds, right? Right. Or roster turnover. And there are certain positions if you don't have a stable, solid player or elite level player, I mean, it, it just it just shows. You know, think about the challenges that the, the Chiefs have this year. Think about the challenges Philly has this year. It's hard to stay up on you know, uh, at the elite level and execute and keep the personnel and pay everybody big money. It's just really difficult. And it, it's done that way intentionally. Some right. teams do it, handle that better than others for sure. And we can, I mean, we go ahead. Sorry. 
No, uh, I, I was just I was just gonna say real quick. Uh, you know, we 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 certainly. I mean, Brady obviously is the easiest example, but I mean, we uh, we certainly talk 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 plenty of times about quarterbacks who um, elevated average to below average receivers to make them look phenomenal. And I just don't think we. I, I have a hard time thinking that Daniel Jones would be somebody because I mean, admittedly, he, he's had he has not had the strongest receiving no. core. I, I fully no. acknowledge that, and obviously this. This offensive line uh, this year is beyond offensive, and I didn't really didn't want to see any quarterback having to play behind them because I would figured every single last one of them would be getting hurt. Um, but mm. you know, uh, yeah, getting over that hump, I just I just don't see it, and, and I think that he could be a quality starter for another team. Perhaps I don't think that he's necessarily destined to just be a, a second stringer or backup, um, but I, I think that he's he's had enough chances, and and I, yeah. I just. I think that's – I don't know. I could be proven wrong, but I, I would think that most of Giants Nation, I would lean towards thinking, would feel pretty similarly. Well, let me tell um, you, if there's two things I can I can tell you with a high degree of confidence floating around through the fandom ether, it's Steelers fans wanting to get rid of Mike Tomlin. Careful what you wish for, y'all. And it's uh, Danny Dimes hitting the, the peace out <laughs> – Thanks for the memories, bro. Let's allocate that cat money elsewhere. Yeah. So, fair or not, that's a pretty typical reaction and standpoint to it. Yeah. So, I, I get it. Um, all right. Let's uh, let's shift gears a little bit. Let's bounce through a couple of things and, and then uh, do some Christmas stuff and let's get out of here. Um, kudos, by the way, to the Patriots for uh, sticking relatively close to the Chiefs. I mean, they kept it close for a little while. Uh, Zappy, of course, through an interception. I think that's uh, no shot to anybody. Um, there's really not a ton to say about this game other than uh, in the fourth quarter, Kadarius Tony, my man, Kadarius Tony, dude, another butterball, another butterball, and a, it ends up being a tip drill interception, man. And Mahomes was pissed. He was pissed. He was he was salty on that sideline. Um, yeah, there were definitely a few plays that game that. I was definitely not a fan of. Uh, there was one play where Kansas City fumbled the ball. The Patriots pick it up. They start running it. And then, of course, you see a flag get dropped. And it's holding. But you know, when they showed the replay, there was no holding. It was like it was phantom holding. I'm just kind of like, okay, now well, we're back to, you know, make, you know doing, the, doing the Chiefs right by helping them out with bullshit calls. And I'm just like shaking <laughs> my head because it's just it, that's exactly what it felt like given everything that's gone on the past couple of weeks, just like uh, the one dude getting called for offsides. Oh, in that Broncos game? That was crap. For his hel- the part of his helmet being that's over crap. the ball. But yet when you watch the the Chiefs game, the one Chiefs center, he's literally his entire fucking head's past the ball and they didn't flag him for it. I'm just <laughs> like, seriously, you're going to call an inch over false start but not the whole entire fucking head no nope. i mean that guy was trying to squeeze an inch that was more than an inch man that was a couple <laughs> it was looking like he was looking for like a todd reach around special or something i mean Whoa. damn oh <laughs> you trying to squeeze an inch in on me somewhere huh somewhere and randy did say ball oh of course he did well i feel much better then <laughs> you said Balls. Hey, where are the white women at? I don't know, but don't tell Tyreek, bro. Oh. 
<laughs> Another one just got pregnant. Another one just got knocked oh. up. <laughs> next next year on TLC. <laughs> oh. As Van Wilder once said, don't be a fool. Wrap your tool. Wrap your tool. Wrap your tool, bro. All right. Uh <laughs> Uh, Rams commanders, I gotta say, man, um, kudos to the Rams, dude. I, I, you know, I've been on the Puka Nakua train all year. I like that dude. Stafford's had a nice bit of a, of a bounce back. He had a rough season last year, and there was a lot of speculation going into the season that he was done, going to retire, going to this, going to that. Well, bro, he stuck around. He's playing, and uh, the Rams have a shot. I don't know, you know, let's we'll see if they can capitalize on it. They're going to need some help, but Rams have a shot at playoff contention. I think they're uh, competitive. I don't know how good they are. Um, you know, beating up on Washington doesn't really tell us a whole lot because Washington is just a debacle. Nice defense, by the way, Washington. Uh, there was one point in that game, Stafford uh, bombed one out to a wide-open Cooper Cup. Man, there was not anybody within 15 yards of that dude. Bold Not five, not ten. I mean, 15. Yeah, that's a bold strategy to be like, meh. Go for it. It's wide open, man. Just, just running on down. And I, I kind of chuckled. Um, that they, you know, they pulled Sam Howell to protect him, and I get that because he's he's gotten lit up this year. But you know, I thought it was wild that Jacoby Brissett goes in there, man, and leads a couple of touchdown drives. I was like, oh lord, what are you doing, man? <laughs> Don't the be... best part is you had the Rams as like what are your defenses for like daily fantasy? Yes. I was I was annoyed. I was so annoyed because <laughs> I did. I had I had the Rams. The Rams were my defense, and there's Jacoby Brissett and the Washington Commanders getting a bunch of garbage scores. I'm like, man, you assholes, <laughs> <laughs> jerks, jerks. But look, man, that final score 20, 28 to twenty. That's misleading. Rams beat their ass. You know, Washington got some late, late scores, and it makes it look it makes it look far more respectable than it actually was. Although, again, I, I get sitting Sam Howell to protect them. He's taking a ton of hits. They're, you know, sometimes you just need to pause the reset and you start again next week. So, yep, yeah, that's just how it goes. Also, uh, Texans, Titans. I like uh, J.J. Watt's idea that, uh, you know, if you lose this game, you lose the uniforms. And look, I, I know they play too, but it, it, we joked around about this in the chat. I think it would be great when the Texans play the Titans, right? If the Titans are going to go throwback to the Oilers, I think the Texans should wear the alternate throwback Oilers. <laughs> I want to see Oilers on Oilers, right? Careful, don't tell Deshaun Watson that. He's going to confuse him. So, oh no! Just saying, total shocker. Just saying, but uh, good. Well, on, well, Randy, careful there. Yeah, good. <laughs> good on Case Keenum for getting a win. Um, I certainly didn't think the Texans were going to find a way to pull that off. Not without C.J. Stroud. Didn't didn't think if C.J. Stroud had been there, different story. But but good for Case Keenum. Good for the Houston Texans. I I appreciate what they've done this year. We'll see, but uh, anyway, yeah, week 18, Jaguars, Colts, Texans, uh, you, you're going to have a whole bunch of division games, and it's going to get feisty, man, going to get feisty. All right, I think we've covered all the games in particular. Is there anything uh, that you guys wanted to bring up that maybe uh, we missed, you didn't get to, 
Mark, I know you're excited about Shohei Otani being a Dodger instead of a Met. Uh, <laughs> oh, Mark, this is what I wanted to ask you. How's the area taking this idea of the uh, Caps and the Wizards moving? Uh, not not thrilled. Um, it seems pretty weird that uh, there's a uh, feels like a lot of things that are getting the hell out of DC, and it's it's a uh, an odd feeling. So uh, it's not not at all done deal yet. But yeah, I I'd not I'd say impression is not not thrilled. Mm-hmm. Seems uh, it seems like one of the, the weirder parts of it is the fact that, like they didn't even talk to you know the metro division at all about it in advance. So they were like, oh, oh hey guys, uh, you might have wanted to include us. Maybe not. I mean, maybe it's not important that this would massively change you know people who use metro travel to get to to and from the games. Uh, but you know, whatever you do, you you do you. Now I refresh my memory, and if you don't know the answer, this is okay. Uh, would that necessitate a new metro line if they built at that location? Was it Potomac Yards? I don't think it would quite necessitate a, a new line, but it would definitely be way further out from people. So, but as somebody that is around the area, fans not happy, not not thrilled about it. No, not thrilled about it. Can you blame them? No, no, not at all. no. Of course you can't blame them. The stadium grift continues. No. no, nothing new. Well, nothing it's new. like, well, if the commanders can't get a new station in that stadium, no one can. Fuck them. Uh, they will. They will. They, that, yeah, that's I know coming. they will now. Now that, they will. Yeah, that they will. It hadn't happened yet, but they're going to get the If Snyder hadn't left, no, they wouldn't. <laughs> uh, no, if Snyder was still there, they would never sniff a, a good location. No, they, they'd hose them. They'd hose them, for sure, 100%. All right. Uh, I tell you what. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we shift gears? Uh, if, we, if, if you guys have any wrap up thoughts about anything in particular, fine. Throw them in there. Uh, Mark, I think we didn't get to finish the. I think I made a Shohei uh, an oblique Shohei <laughs> reference. I am not surprised he's a Dodger. I'd like to believe that uh, once his arm heals up, I certainly don't expect this next year. And I'm going to ask you the same question I asked Shannon and Randy because they're paying that dude a, a, just a sick ton of money. Oh my god. Paying that guy a lot of money. So, you know, some other people are going to be squawking about getting paid, but I think Shohei's a unicorn, right? And you can't pay, you can't throw that kind of money out for a lot of players. Shohei, I get, but come on, man. There, there were, uh, I read a couple of, uh, like, you know, uh, front office, you know, anonymous conversations well prior to you know the end of the season they were talking about the upcoming you know deals and i think a lot of people were throwing around you know 600 million mm-hmm. uh but other people were saying i'm not convinced that that's going to be enough you know that that, that 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 might not even quite scratch the surface he's a unicorn that redefined the idea of unicorn in really any sport and you know the fact that he's just continued to get better He's again at some points in the next, I would think three to four years mm-hmm. would likely not be able to keep doing both ways every season. I think he'll have to switch to being a hitter logically, um, but still getting another three to four, possibly more. I'd say probably at least three to four more seasons uh, playing both ways. Mm-hmm. His numbers on, on both sides of the ball are just they don't make sense. Uh, I 
don't love him being a Dodger, but knew it was pretty likely. Yeah, right. Uh, when everybody, I mean, when everybody, when everybody was saying Blue Jays, which just that that didn't really I didn't make any sense. But and in hindsight, I, I wish it had been the Blue Jays over the Dodgers. Um, at least he's not a Yankee. Barely can say that. And uh, that Dodgers lineup is fair. it was already beyond scary and uh, whatever, it's disgusting. Um, but uh, you know, we know that doesn't automatically just mean like they're you know. World Series winners, you know, for the next, you know, five years doesn't mean that, but they're really fucking scary on paper. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I there may be some other guys that try to talk it up like they deserve similar type of contracts, but no, until until somebody shows me that you know they they, they have remotely you know the unicorn abilities that Joey uh, has, uh, I'd say pump the brakes. Uh, certainly, you know. Francisco Lindor is <laughs> the next closest right now in terms of recent master contracts that I can think of. The Mets paying him mm-hmm. uh, uh, ten years or eight years, uh, four hundred million, something like that. Oh um, I mean, massive amounts of money, but uh, you know, some of these dudes uh, are worth it. And, and yeah, Shohei. I mean, I, I six hundred <laughs> massive amount of money, but. 700 sure why not um at that and, point uh, whatever it's monopoly money yeah uh, I, I applaud the dude for the way he's doing the contract and yeah. um i think yeah. he's very smart um, it is it is again we need that much money we <laughs> need that much money so why not uh uh you know super super duper bobby bobby Bini. as long as he gets um you know tommy devito's agent dude his, yeah. his off the field endorsements are going to be off the chain I mean that that pizza appearance is going to be awesome. Yo, for sure. <laughs> yep. So the the second part of that question, Mark, and I, I, Shannon and I talked about this. I think it was last week, and I'm like, okay, you know, you're going to sign him do, when he's ready to pitch. Do you just use him as a closer, <sighs> right, or like a more specific role than as a starting pitcher? I. I think I'd give him a lot of a lot of a lot of room to well, let, let him let him cook again. Let him cook in terms of what he wants there. I I I don't see him wanting to just be a closer, and it is just such a different style. Yeah, I understand that you pay this dude this much money. You you have to in some in some capacity, you know, worry or maybe not worry, but you know, do your best to try to make sure. I mean, certainly gonna have the best, you know. Uh, trainers, the best, you know, medical staff, the best, everything possible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think the Dodgers would happily continue to pay whatever they have to pay to, you know, uh, give them at home masseuses and whatever, whatever you need, man, to keep you healthy and happy. Um, they'll take care of it. But uh, I don't know. He's he's just he uh, he's an incredible pitcher, and and so I think you're paying him that much money. Maybe maybe he gets extra days rest you know more so than the other pitchers uh but i mean what was always incredible to me is i mean and there are plenty of days where you you know pits and you know does his usual like six seven innings you know eight nine k's gets the win two hits you know just amazing outing and then you know the next next nights you know you think maybe be a little tired or something like that no i mean nope. you know as usual like two, two hammers you know four ribeyes stolen base you know triple I mean, I don't know. He just he defies logic. So, to me, um, 
I don't know. I haven't taken enough time to look at what the current, and it obviously could be different once the season actually starts, but what the current uh, Dodgers starting rotation looks like. But Well, man, I, that squad got a lot of names on it. They got a lot of names. They, they got, got a lot, lot of names, of names so, dude. Woo. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, to me, you're you're not you're not paying him the seven hundred mil just to just to hit or just to pitch. Um, I, I I would expect him to continue doing his same you know, two way. But yeah, I mean, in the same capacity. But sure, if 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 injuries start to you know rear their head again, if you start to get worried about him getting burnt out, um. The, the pitching is what would you know get get pulled back I mean, for sure. And, yeah. and uh, do I think he could excel as a as a reliever and or as a closer? Probably. I mean, I, I there's I'm hard pressed to not think that he could excel did, just did, about anything on the field. Did he play as a closer? In, what was it? The World Baseball Classic or something? I don't know. Maybe I didn't know that if he did, but yeah. he very well may have. The, the Shannon Randy, do either of you remember? Because I I thought Shohei essentially acted as a closer. In that, uh, oh, Shannon, you're muted. Oop, 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 oop. Still muted. Still muted. How are you muted, dude? Shannon had too much busky cider. He muted himself. Amber's probably like, yeah, I'd like it if he muted himself sometimes. <laughs> For the uh, play-by-play of people listening, we're just getting some mouth. There we go. There we go. Oh, there it is. <laughs> But uh, uh, Shannon, do you remember? Didn't Shohei work as a, uh, do some time as a closer? And that was it yeah, the World it Baseball was him Classic? versus Trout in the ninth yeah. inning, man. Mm. Yeah. So I mean, that was like the big deal. Like it was Angel versus Angel because that's the only time that was going to be meaningful for that team. Um, I, I remember it, that. I think it, I, I think I, I think I blocked it out because I I don't like thinking about anything to do with and a closer. So I just try to block that out because our closer, you know, hurt himself before the season even started yeah I, um i just wanted to know when it was angel versus angel did either of them use this song uh-oh uh-oh just asking right did oh either that's not where i thought you were going what did you want lips of an angel that's a whitfield thing when angels deserve to die oh all right Ooh. okay i was i was going shaggy but you know that's what, when angels does. I don't remember the name of that. I, I mean, that's system of a down. But uh, Mark, do you remember what? Uh, chop suey. Chop suey. Chop suey. Yeah. Syst- I'm just gonna do system chop. That'll get it. Yeah, either. Yeah, that works. Yeah. I think I think walking out the shaggy angel would have been a little bit funnier. But okay, I can see. Yeah, system of a down. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, who was it? Lips. Was that Hinder? Was that the name of that band? Yeah. Very good. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. Wasn't it Whitfield? I, I, ruined that, I ruined that song for him. Wasn't it Whitfield that had some thing with that song for like a I long mean, time? It, it, it's thanks to me. I don't even. <laughs> how did that happen? Because I changed the lyrics around on him, so he 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 would he remembered it. So instead of it just like something about I was like humming on the lips of an angel or something like that. Oh. And uh, was it something that rhymes with humming? Like what are you, <laughs> what are you telling no, me? No, I literally said. <laughs> I literally said humming on the lips of an angel. He was telling me that he was in the back of a car with some chick making out with her, and that song came on, and it just totally fucked him. Oh. <laughs> well, she didn't, so the song might as well have. I mean, it's fair enough. No. Speaking of mashups, can we get speaking of mashups? No. Can we get Whitfield with an orthodontist? Can we get that mashup? Bro. 
<laughs> Can we get Whitfield with Bosley? Can we do that one? Holy shit. Oh, damn. Wow. Oh, wow. I- I'm waiting on the harshest one of all, Dustin, so. Isn't that going. enough? I just threw out, I just threw out two softballs. Actually, with Whitfield, I, I guess with Whitfield it counts as three softballs. But so, oh, no. <laughs> where? Oh, what's in the box? Not him. So, you know, look, it, it, the wrap up cannot be sponsored by Tyreek Hill because he doesn't know how to do that. So there's no way that the wrap up segment. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> The one time when you don't want to go Alex Trebek. <laughs> you said balls. True story. Well, yes. <laughs> you know, Price is right. You never, you never go Alex Trebek. <laughs> I lost my train of thought now. We got to hinder lips of an angel in Whitfield. Oh, where were we going? Other than It don't right. matter anymore. It doesn't know. It, it's all blown up. Yep. Yeah. Blown up, blowed out. There you We're go. We're debacled. With we we are officially debacled. Yeah, that's about right. Okay. Impossible, man. Impossible. It, it is the impossible. Oh, 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 oh. I know what I wanted to say. Um, we didn't talk a lot about the uh, Saturday stuff. Again, again, the games are all spread out. I do want to say, man, T. Higgins, by the way, deserves a lot of love for that that touchdown against the Vikings that 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 catch was ridiculous not only to bring it in but then to contort and twist himself enough to to get that ball over the goal line beautiful play yes beautiful play also a beautiful play was his mom dunking on the people that were talking trash on Twitter and T Higgins mom <laughs> like it was like no no fucking way on that play and somebody on Twitter was like King Kenzo, here you go, said incomplete. T can't catch a ball to save his life. And his mom responded, and yo fat ass can't catch your breath. <laughs> T Higgins, don't start shit. Don't start none. Won't be none. Mm. Don't Fuck start. around that find yeah. out chart. Fafo, <laughs> don't start none with T Higgins' mom, man. You're going to get yourself in trouble. Uh, don't but, do it. Don't do it. Uh, also hilarious that Browning, uh, Bengals quarterback Browning got like served notice for a drug test. <laughs> that was hilarious. So ridiculous. Yep. <laughs> Though kudos to that dude for playing the way he's played since getting the chance to start. Yes. Um, I loved how I was scrolling through Instagram and it came up, a video popped up. Of basically him just getting right in the camera and he's screaming at the top of his lung, "You never should have fucking cut me." Yeah, well, I, he did. He did. He he. he uh, that was a lively video, but good on him. I, look, I wrote the Bengals off for dead. I did. I did. I th- I thought they were done, gone, peace out, bye. So good on Browning. Good on them for having some fight in them. Yeah, they, yeah. Uh, I I don't know, you know, how far they can push that. He had he had some nice games, man. I mean, he had some nice moments. Uh, good on him, and and that man again that Higgins catch that was incredible. I, I think Jamar Chase is going to miss at least this week. I don't know how how because he got what an AC joint sprain, separation, whatever. Uh, that so. that's too bad. Uh, Steelers are a bit of a mess, so there's opportunity space there. Um, and incidentally, 
Look, 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 look. No trading Mike Tomlin to Washington. Don't do it. <laughs> Just stop. stop. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. They need to figure out their quarterback situation in Pittsburgh. Um, and I, I do think it's funny how many Steelers fans don't like Mike Tomlin. It's just, it's strange to me. Be maybe, careful maybe, what you I know. Ma- maybe it's really reflective. It's just, it's been enough time. You know what I mean? I think sometimes it's kind of like Andy Reid in Philadelphia where, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it just run its course and it, it wasn't right. really an indictment on Andy Reid. Although I think he, he had too many hats on at one point. Um, Tyreek also doesn't know anything about that. But Andy Reid had too, was wearing too many hats organizationally, right? Um, and I, I think that was detrimental to his ability as a coach. Yeah. You know, Captain. Ke- Ke- yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all, y'all likely talked about talked about this uh, while I've been away. Um, but uh, um, do you do you think Rivera's back in Washington next year? No, he's gone. That the whole okay. thing, no. everybody's gone. Everybody, the front office That's is sweet. gone. Coaching staff is gone. The enemies, everybody's gone. Gone, 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 gone. Das boot. Das boot. Nope. Ron Rivera is dead man walking. Uh, yep. They're they're golden parachuting that dude. Uh, they're not going to embarrass him by firing him in season. They knew this year was going to be tough. Um, I think the only thing they really need to answer is is do they believe in Sam Howell, and that's it. But um, it's going to be it's going to be a huge organizational change. They're going to go um, very much. They're going to do the Baltimore Ravens model where um, you've got a lot more analytics in, and they're going to do custom in-house analytics. Uh, they've already hired um, a couple of people. I think one guy that used to work for Baltimore. They're, they're going to reshape the front office. They're going to reshape the organizational structure. And, like, Ron Rivera is a good dude. I don't wish him any ill will, but, no, th- that's done. His time as, a, as the coach in Washington is done. I appreciate maybe, it. Maybe, maybe, maybe Belichick is coach Washington next no, year? I, I don't think, no, I don't think it'll be – I don't think it'll be uh, Belichick. I – you know, yeah, we danced around that topic too. We laughed about it. Uh, my money, if Belichick is, if if New England parts ways with Bell with with Belichick, my money's on on uh, San Diego. God bless the Chargers. Is yeah. on the, is on the Chargers. Because yeah. um, they got to do whatever they can. To I get just, him in I, there. you know, I like like Carolina. If he was sixty, if he was in his early sixties, it's different. But he's not. So like Carolina's that's a big project. I don't think that's if I'm if I'm Belichick, I don't want to go to Carolina. Um I and I think Tepper Tepper has to fall on his face a few more times uh, so that he learns to not over and you know, over interfere. So I I wouldn't go to Carolina. And Washington is interesting to the extent that you've got a lot of money. Um if you believe in Sam Howell, it's a little different. But um and I can see the attraction in in bringing somebody that has won has a has a good track record. I know the past couple of years in New England have not been great. Uh, Post Tom Brady was hard. Uh, Mac Jones looked like he might be decent, and then it all went to hell. They deserve some blame for that for making defensive coordinators his OC. That was dumb. Um, that that they they did not help. You know what I mean? Like they did, they didn't do Mac Mac Jones any favors with that nonsense the other mm-hmm. year. So, I, do I think Belichick is done coaching if he's out of New England? No. Do I think he's going to be in Washington? Unlikely, although I would say this. As somebody that was a giant, right? As somebody that's done the NFC East, um, I think there would it would it would at least have to be intriguing to him to be back in the NFC East to 
get to, you know, spend time with Gibbs, right? Who's around the franchise to really build, um, have, have, you know, to really kind of build, rebuild an organization. I think there's a certain degree of attraction to that, but that's also a big commitment. And Washington is, that team needs a lot of help. <laughs> they, they have a lot of work to do. Uh, if I'm him and I know I've got a more finite window, um, I want a quarterback and I'd, I'd want Herbert. I'd want the chargers because they're, they're going to, they're going to have some challenges for sure, but I'd want the quarterback yep. and they have wide receivers. And you know, I mean, if it's one thing new England just could not do was, was figure out wide receivers. Other than when they, they brought in Welker, um, obviously when they Moss. brought in Randy Moss, but that was a short period of time. Um, it's a shame they couldn't work that out to just keep him there, but, you know, it, it, whatever. Um, but they struggle with certain things, and you have you have some of those things answered in, in Charger land. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. So, no, I, I don't think but, – but, but that whole thing is gone. They're blowing it up. They're they're gonna get right to the end of the season. I think they wanted to give Rivera a graceful exit as a thank you, right, for surviving Dan Snyder. Uh, but I also think they wanted to give a graceful exit to Rivera to show that he's not Dan Snyder. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. I, I I think that's very much a golden parachute. I also believe, and I'm I can't say that this is factual, right? But in my opinion, there are certain things that I think leaving Rivera there as the figurehead. I think Biennemi's had a shot at exerting more control in some scenarios um, as the assistant head coach, OC, whatever. Um, so I, I think Rivera is is there in in face and spirit, kind of that thing. But I think Biennemi's a larger imprint than maybe some of us realize. Um, but it hasn't worked out. And um, I don't know, like if if you were going to give me and this is going to sound ridiculous, right? I'm hoping that New England wins a game, that Arizona wins a game and that Washington ends up like, you know, in the two hole, for example, <laughs> two, three, which is, again, hashtag Tyreek approved. Um, but, it, it you know, top three, top two, top three, if they can get there. And they got them, the amount of cap money they have. I'd I'd be intrigued by um, the OC from Detroit, Ben Johnson, right? UNC quarterback, which a lot of people forget. Um, I loved his interplay with uh, his interplay with Sam Howell. Uh, there was some camp they were working at, and Ben Johnson asked Sam Howell how it felt to be the second best quarterback from UNC. <laughs> Because walk-on Ben Johnson, I think, had like the certain records that Sam Howell did not get <laughs> during his time there. It's pretty funny. Um, but I would like to see Ben Johnson with Sam Howell, and then they draft Drake May. So the Duke fan in me has to live with all UNC Tar Heels, right? <laughs> like, that would be funny. Um, I, I'd be intrigued by that, right? I'm not saying it would work out. Um, but uh, I'd, I'd rather go with younger... Like I want the McVeigh, right? Not not Staley. I want the McVeigh, and I I don't I'm not anti Belichick at all. He will have a job if he if he wants to coach. If New England says peace out, if he wants to coach, he's gonna coach. 
Yeah. Right. He will. Um, but I want what I what I would like to see in Washington is more like a McVeigh thing where you make a bolder, younger hire. You give them time. You understand turning over the roster, and it's is Sam Howell somebody you can build around? I'm not sure that he is. I think he can play, but it is weird to me that you know, and the Rams kick their ass, and Sam Howell has has taken a beating, but. Jacoby Brissett goes in there and then starts throwing touchdowns. And I'm like, what the hell? You know, I mean, it, it's tough because it, it, it makes you second guess a couple of things. But if you ask me my preference, that's it. You know, I'd give me 6'4", Drake May, Ben Johnson, and Sam Howell. Let them fight it out. Bunch of Tar Heels up in there. Let them go. Hey, speaking of Tar Heels, yeah. rest in peace, Eric Montrose. Oh, I know that's so sad. What, 52? Yeah, so I, young. I don't know what kind of cancer he had. I didn't. I I saw where it was undisclosed. I don't know if that's changed, but uh, yeah, you know, there's a point in in uh, in my life I thought 52 was really old, and Mark probably still does. I'm at a point in my life that 52 is not old. <laughs> like, right? It's, it's creeping up on you. Yeah, dude. I'm like, oh my god, I can see 50. This is crazy. I can't believe I can see 50. Right? But no, rest in peace, man. That was sad news, man. Yeah, that was sad. That's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. So, the uh, I'm trying to remember his name. Point- Andre Brower. No, 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 no. Point guard for Duke uh, had the motorcycle drafted by the Bulls. Had the motorcycle. Action. Jason Williams. Jason Williams was talking about Eric Montross and was talking about how good of a dude he was. And I thought that was really interesting, and that was sad too. That guy, what that guy could have been. Jay Williams, 42. God, that guy was good at Duke. I can't believe he's that old. Good gracious. Seriously. Seriously, but yeah, rest in, rest in peace, man. That's legit. Oh, 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 by the way, I appreciate Duke kicking Baylor's ass earlier tonight. That was fun. Thank you. <laughs> um, yay, college basketball, because I know Randy's keeping up with all of it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Always, man. You know me so well. Syracuse. <laughs> Look, if all you're going to do is blow If all Duke. you're going to do is blow Duke. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's quality. All right. Let me start clearing all this stuff out. Roger's not ready to return yet. No, duh. He ain't coming back. No shit, Sherlock's. Yeah. We already talked about. Here's that attention we're looking for. A.A. Ron. Yeah. A.A. Ron. <laughs> yeah. Fire Joe Barry. Would you, Packers? Come on. LaFleur. <laughs> Fire him. Get him out of there. Sorry, Tyreek inactive. We covered all that. Drew Locke, we got that. Oh, 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 Shannon, Shannon, Shannon delivered one of my favorite things of the week, man. And I will say, I look, we joked around about Kadarius Tony, Andy Reid, and Mahomes got fined big time, uh, 150k combined by the NFL for for the criticism and abuse of officials after that offsides debacle. But look, man, Mahomes looks like he's some, he's getting tired of some shit. Uh, Kadarius Tony, man, you better figure this out quick. Because, bro, you are losing the trust. I know Mahomes has, you know what I mean? You know that team has tried to rally behind Kadarius Tony, And at some point, it's not worth the headache, dude. It's not worth the headache, man. You, you're just going to involve other people. And you got to move on. But, ooh, they deserve that fine. But, yeah, I, like, I get it. They, they earned that fine because they were all kinds of salty and bitching. But one of my favorite things, Shannon, 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 I, I love this from you. Also, and I know I'm topic jumping like mad here, after that Kansas City, you know, Kadarius Tony offside, whatever debacle, 
Uh, and right. Randy, you brought this up. That goal line thing with Denver, that was bullshit, man. Mm-hmm. I know people try to defend that. Bullshit. That was bullshit. That that dude's helmet, his head is just lower at that particular moment. That's a real ticky-tacky effing call. But some people are making the argument that because uh, they called that thing with the Chiefs, man, they're tightening up on a whole bunch of these calls, A, to deal with the tush-push, and to, to just to tighten up on some of these things. There's a point it's ridiculous. Jason Kelsey deserved that call. Uh, the other night in that in the Eagles game, trying to kind of you know creep that ball up a little bit, he deserved that. Uh, but that that one with Dent with with Denver and Detroit, man, that was crap. Kudos to Detroit, by the way, for kicking Denver's ass. They needed that win. They had a rough stretch, and I did not have a ton of faith that they would get that done. But Jared Goff balled DF out. But you cannot tell me that the refs did not hose Denver. In that and and Denver made their mistakes. They should have challenged one of those touchdowns. They didn't do it, but that call was crap. Not a fan of that. I almost felt like that was a hey Kansas City, we're sorry. Look, we're gonna screw Denver too. <laughs> Does that make so you feel fucking annoying? Does that make you feel better? All right, sweet. Uh, but one of my favorite things of the week, Shannon. Thank you for this. This is the headline. The Denver Zoo didn't know who the father of a baby orangutan was, so they called it Maury Povich to deliver the paternity test results. <laughs> and we are of the age, not Mark, he's too young, but we are of the age that Maury Povich was great. Now, <laughs> we want to thank the Denver Zoo for everything they do. But this is really important. When it comes to the orangutan, four-month-old Siska, Barani, you are the father. <laughs> phenomenal For fuck's sake phenomenal they sat they did a side by side with the two with the two of them that they weren't sure you know <laughs> that was great man that's fantastic that was absolutely 100 percent uh tyreek heard the same thing never mind yeah, anyway hey <laughs> now well he's hearing a lot of you are the father that's true that's what i'm saying yeah. he is the father yeah that that's right that's right that's right. Fair enough. All right, guys, look, um, let, let's get some Christmas wishes in here and then let's get out of here. We ran over, which is never a surprise with the sports brew. Mark even made it past one thirty. Look at you. Holy crap. Uh, but look, safe travels to everybody. Merry Christmas. Hope everyone has a great time. We'll, we'll catch up at some point after Christmas. I don't know quite what we're going to get into. We have some, uh, family, you know, visits and trips and this and that, but we're not, we don't have to go anywhere particularly far, but I don't know. We're gonna try to get into some shenanigans, and have a good time. But I love Christmas. I, this is one of my. This is probably my favorite time of year: Christmas and presents and the kids, and then it's Sarah's birthday. So we have a lot of stuff kind of stacked up in this chunk of the year. But looking forward to it. A little break, a little, little, little fun, you know, with the elves and Santa and the kids. My kids are seven and nine, so there's still prime time with all of the stuff. And yeah. it's fun. I'm going to miss it when that chapter is done. We're not there, but I know I can see it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can see it. It sucks. Let yeah. me tell you. <laughs> but it, we're still we're still in that land. So I'm trying to very much embrace it and enjoy it in this chapter of life. But at, look, man, the best thing I can say is, you know, I hope all of you have an excellent Christmas. And however, however it is you're going to celebrate I will certainly raise a few along the way. I'll stuff some stockings as well. Um, (laughs) Maybe a few cookies, you know. Santa does like edibles. Uh, A couple of cookies along the way. (laughs) Ho, 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 ho. (laughs) Um, 
but no, I, I love this time of year, man. It, it, it's good. We're going to have a lot of, uh, you know, hopefully some good games, NBA games, football games on Christmas day. And I don't know, man, I'm just looking forward to it. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to some downtime for sure. And, um, oh, 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 uh, I forgot to tell you guys, man, uh, uh Logan's been playing a lot of rocket league, right? So earlier today I came home, um, I was running a little later than I normally am, but, um, I just had a lot of stuff to kind of finish up at work today. So, uh, but I got home and, and Logan was sitting there and he had the, the PS five booted up and he had rocket league on. And I was like, uh, what's going on, buddy? Because he, he was all happy. He's proud of himself. Cause, uh, he's been playing rocket league a lot, a lot the past couple of weeks. And he had gotten, I don't know, silver ranked or silver tier or whatever. So he was all happy about that. And uh, I was looking at the screen. I'm like, well, why aren't you playing a match? He's like, oh, well, I can't play a match right now. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, I got a 35-minute or 36-minute ban. I'm like, well, what did you do? <laughs> I'm like, what did you do in Rocket League? You, you don't have a mic on. You can't be talking trash to anybody. I was like, did you quit a match? And he was like, yeah. I'm like, no, bro. <laughs> I was like, you're under my profile, homie. Don't give me. Don't be getting the band hammer on me, man. Come oh, snap. Come on. Rage, rage quit. <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, what, well, did you forfeit? He was like, no, I quit. I was like, no, 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 you can't do that. <laughs> so I, I don't know what the timer is, but whatever it was, whatever it was, man, he 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 messed up. He And he had to sit there, and he had to wait 30, maybe it was 36 minutes. I don't know how that happens. Is it because is it because you quit too many matches and, or something? I guess it must be. I, I wouldn't think it would happen on the first one. So I feel like that, that, that it must have been a yeah, accumulation of a few. He probably quit too many, but you know, without like forfeiting, he just flat flat out said <laughs> "fuck it." Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, we we've uh, Mark and I have had incidents where we've seen people get banned <laughs> for much more nefarious things. Remember. Uh, Mark, remember when Jeff got banned because he put the uh, what was mm. it? KIY in the chat, so they had proof that he pretty much just told someone to kill yourself. Oh, yeah. Yikes. Oh, yeah, dude. Don't do that. Like so, and it was what was it like an eight-hour ban or something like that? I think, like, I think it was. I think it was more than that. I think it was for the full weekend or something. Oh wow! Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah damn. damn. Huh. So of course, a lot of a lot of multiplayer games do that now too, where they. You, you, when you accept the uh, all the shit they put up there for you to read through, yeah, terms and conditions. Part, part of it is also accepting the fact that they can actually listen to your chat as oh. long as you're in not in party chat. If you're in, like in game chat, they have the right to listen to you. And if you say anything, anything at all that's remotely sus, they will they will instantly ban you. I just feel like I just feel like Steve Buscemi and a skateboard just just rolled up in here with that T-shirt. Hello, fellow kids. Randy's out, <laughs> Randy's out here dropping a sus blast. What? Right. <laughs> That's fantastic. How was he getting banned? For I mean, it was only 35, 36, 37. I don't know. He made just like three or four in a row, and they were like, "Nope, sorry." No, I told him. He, I told him he just needs to learn to you know you you just vote to forfeit or something, and you just you just power through. Yeah. you just suck it up and yeah now like yeah. It, and I, I need to explain to him that if, if he plays with somebody he doesn't like because this is going to happen in multiplayer games right sometimes you get matched with somebody and either you don't like the person or, or whatever and you can block them so I'm, I'm gonna have to go over some final rules of uh etiquette here 
because uh, he's plays under my account. I can't have him getting stuff. <laughs> I, can't, I can't have him getting my like. Right? We we don't do that here. No, 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 bro. You can't sully my my long tenured. <laughs> You know, I user, mean, user account. If you're losing that bad, Logan, you gotta let it go, man. Yeah, see, like, even you Shannon, gotta let it go. Even Shannon knows. You know, like fair. I like that. Can't be getting a band hammer on me. Get the hell out of here. It's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> fair and enough. And you know, you know, if what? Logan could turn back time, he would. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, McGuffin, uh, you're working hard. I appreciate it. Yeah, uh, hardly working one. Or yeah. hardly working. I, I appreciate that. He just wouldn't even start the match. <laughs> anyway. Nice mustache there, um, D Stat. Do you have a mustache? Look at that. What? The B, it's M to the B, it's M, 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 M to the B, it's M to the B, it's M to the B. He does have a stash. Look at this dude. I bet Mark actually did this TikTok dance at one point, didn't you? Did you do the M to the B thing? No? I totally think you would have done this. I don't know what about me says TikTok dancer, but no, I don't. I don't think that's a. Uh, I don't think that's a thing. Well, you're that younger generation, dude. I am. You're right about that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Us old folk, we don't do that. You, you're the young guy. Uh, the F Zennial, fuck face X Zennial, right over here. <laughs> yeah. Fuck around and find out. <laughs> anyway. Oh, look, I, I, look, I, I know I'm violating the spirit of Christmas. Yes. Because MacGuffin, as you know, how's it go? Don't be a cunt. That's or it? Try not to be a cunt for Christmas. Thank you. Thank you. So, Mark, I apologize for making fun of your mustache. I appreciate it. Try not to be a cunt. It's Christmas. It's look, this already eliminated Whitfield. That's done. And Randy have a turbo turd. Love that song. <laughs> anyway, all right. <laughs> Random fact, I got Todd's and Justin's Christmas cards on the same day. Hey, how about that? Yeah. Hey, nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Y'all should, should have all received that card by now. It was a very nice card. You like that card? Yes, sir. Yeah. They, they were uh, Christmas cards have gotten expensive. Oh, dude. It's ridiculous. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, we bit. A little bit. We bit. We bit. Just a wee bit. Just a wee bit outside. Also, not Tyreek Hill. 
Um, oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, all right. We should. We need to get out of here. Uh, any yep. wrap up thoughts from anybody? Y'all good? Like uh, you have Christmas thoughts? Happy New Year's? Whatever. Uh, yeah. Just Merry Christmas to everybody and uh, enjoy time off and enjoy your family. Yeah, I I definitely uh, second that. You know, oh. yeah, enjoy enjoy time with family. Uh, obviously, as we've seen, like um, with like with Eric Montross, you never know what's going to happen that could. No, you know, so you don't. So enjoy your Christmas and, uh, like I said, cherish your family and friends because, you know, that's really what's important. Oh, very touching. I will. <laughs> Sorry, it's a there's a really bad a... joke in there right now, but I'm just gonna withhold. It's a hallmark moment, but I'm gonna fuck it up with my sense of humor right now. <laughs> Justin with the blowtorch. No, no, stop. No, actually, <laughs> actually, I, I did. I did want to take a, a, a moment. I feel like I, I meant to bring this up last, you know, the other week. I didn't do it, but I, I wanted to bring it up tonight because um, I think it's fantastic. Uh, Peter Cullen. Now I know I've I joked around about the Transformers. I do love the Transformers, man. Like straight up. Um, that's like my jam, man. And Peter Cullen got a Lifetime Achievement Award, and I thought it was great because the, the voice actor that's Megatron was introducing him. I, I love all that stuff. He got this award, but it, it was just National Academy of TV and Arts, and God bless that he deserved that. But there's one part of the speech, man, I, I, just, I just really dig it. And finally, to my brother Larry, Captain Larry Cullen, K Company, 3rd Battalion, 5th Marines, 1st Marine Division, United States Marine Corps, whose inspiration for Optimus Prime came from his words and in his voice. Peter, if you're going to be a hero, be a real hero. Be strong enough to be gentle. Simplify, Larry. All my heart, I thank you. Love that. And, and if you didn't watch it, I'm, 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 I meant I'm going to share it on my Facebook page. The whole thing is really, really neat um, and very much worth watching. But, of course, at the end, you're waiting for the line. You're waiting for the line. And, you know, you do get it. And to you, my peers, my friends. This is not the line I want. We're going to get there, though. I thank you till all are one. God, I love that guy. I love that guy's voice, man. Awesome. Love that guy's voice. But I'm so happy to see him get that award. I, 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 I so appreciate that. So I will raise a glass to Peter Cullen. Love that. Anywho, there you go. Okay, I'm good. Happy New Year's. Randy, I hope I didn't ruin your Hallmark moment. No, you didn't. Uh, Shannon and I were expecting you to, but you didn't. Oh. I can go back and correct that. I can make it worse. That is entirely up to you. That's a true story. <laughs> Dan Snyder, RIP 2023, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Anyway. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, or, or as we used to say. And the Rockets. Oh. Uh oh. 
Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's all good. It's all good. Anyway, all right. From all of us to all of you, thanks for putting up with the crap, making it th- uh, this far. And um, safe travels. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. I'm not sure when we'll record again. Uh, but enjoy the bowl games. Enjoy the you know the playoff push in the NFL. And just enjoy some time with friends and family, man. And uh, Todd... Uh, we'll catch up and give you some more grief in person, I'm sure. And last, Mark, what's your uh, pick for the winner of the CFP? Um, Michigan. Michigan. Shannon, what's your pick for the winner? Yeah, I like that, Michigan. All right, Randy, what you got? I'm just going to go with my uh, the, the fact that uh, Harbaugh is going for it. So, you know what? Why not? Go, go Michigan. Right. Well, I'd- they are fucked. Yeah, they're screwed because uh, I can't take Michigan now. Uh, you know what? Uh, I, I I think Washington would be tremendous. I don't believe they're going to win. Um, I think I I think I I think I'm going to go. I'm just going to pull for Texas since y'all are all all Michigan. I'm going to go Texas. If you I'm going to change my pick to Florida State. Oh wait. <laughs> oh oh. Oh, sorry. Sorry. No, uh, look, all kidding aside, however it plays out, here's to a great CFP. Uh, But anyway, we will catch everybody on the flip side. As always, you know, thank you. And uh, again, safe travels. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Go celebrate. Be merry. And we will catch you on the flip side. From all of us, all of you, thank you. And good night now. And don't be a cunt. It's Christmas. Don't be a cunt. It's Christmas. There you go. Sorry, Whitfield. <laughs> Merry Christmas, folks. Merry Christmas. Mark, Merry great, Christmas, everybody. great to see you. Great to catch up, man. Good I like these Thank, thanks, for, thanks for... Oh, whoa. How'd we get there? Thanks for showing up <laughs> and uh, for surprising us. That's a, that's a rare That's a rare treat, man. Happy, happy to do it, brothers. That's a rare <laughs> treat. And uh, look, if, if you guys reported Logan and got him banned, man, be nice to that kid, would you? <laughs> Anyway, all right. Peace out, y'all. Good night, friends. All right. Good night now. now. Late. Oh, my God. We almost went three hours. That's a lot of podcast. Davis. I got some work to clean that one up. (laughs) By the way, Justin. Have fun, Todd. uh, What? You should uh, save your pennies for March so you can actually meet Peter Cullen at GalaxyCon. (sighs) Yeah. I think the only way that makes it reasonable is you got to do one of the VIP experiences. Like, right? Isn't that what the thing? Like, they sell the thing so you can actually, like, like they have a whatever you fill it out, and you're like, well, I, I have this. I want them to sign that. I want blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, isn't that how I that mean, works? It costs you money, regardless. Well, but, yeah, I mean, I understand that. I don't know if he has a VIP experience. Not like, you know, like Kevin Smith or William Shatner, where you're spending like six, seven, eight hundred dollars to do it. But usually it's <laughs> like one or two items and it's like 120 and you can walk up to his booth and chat with him and he'll sign things for you and things like that and you can obviously do the photo ops which are usually about 70 80 bucks depend or more depending on who it is because a lot of their reps set the prices the con itself does not yeah yeah so. yeah no I, I i get it i i would uh there's not a lot of people i think i would wait for most of that stuff i don't particularly care about Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are a few like that are, that are either interesting or uh, were meaningful enough to me growing up over the course of my life. Peter Cullen's one of them. Like I would, uh, yeah, we'll we'll have to circle back on that. 
because uh, that would be fun. I could totally get down with that. What I'd have to hope is one of my masterpiece primes shows up. Because mm. uh, uh, I've got a, a couple different things pre-ordered. Sarah would be like, oh my god, more Transformers. Justin, what the hell? <laughs> family present. Family present. Family present. Um, I've, I've got a lot of family presents going on over here. Yeah. Um, Sarah was like, do we have any more stuff to give to the kids? I've seen a lot of boxes showing up. I'm like, nope. <laughs> I'm like, no. Kids. What kids? She's like, isn't that more stuff for Logan or Chloe? Do we have enough stuff for them? I'm like, I'm sure we do. He's got Rocket League. He's good. Hold up on Santa. He got got Rocket League. He's good. You said we bought too much for him last year, so I just diverted those funds. (laughs) I bought myself some shit. The the problem is, like, some of the stuff I pre-ordered a long time ago is, is like, showing up. It's, like, some of these things I bought, like, a year and a half, two years ago, and I'm like, of course you're showing up around Christmas. I'm like, thanks, (laughs) y'all. Thanks. Like, damn it. Damn it. <laughs> and, and I cannot believe, for the for, for the love of Christ, I cannot believe that they that HasLab, Hasbro Pulse re- released, like, vault HasLab things, and I missed it. Like, I, it, they, they, they cleared out, I guess, some inventory of, like, Victory Saber Transformers and Unicron, and I'm like, oh, my God. I missed it by, like, you know, hardly any time at all. But I, I just, I, like, ugh. and of course it sold out. And I'm sure they're on eBay. <laughs> if they're not already on eBay, I'm sure there's resellers that bought them all up. Yeah. It's like unbelievable. So, Randy, I think I'm going to have to go studio sell Unicron. I think HasLab Unicron is just a it, – it's the one that got away. And I think I'm going to yeah. have to let it go, and I'm going to have to do like studio – which the studio sell Unicron is very nice. Um, yeah. It's it's still pretty sweet, but it's not it's not the HasLab. Oh, well. What are you going to do? But, yeah, we'll circle back. We'll talk about, about, about uh, Peter Cullen. Let's follow up on that. But anyway, okay. uh, yeah, because uh, I, I don't know that there wouldn't be a lot of people I would do that for. I, I, I would probably wouldn't be willing to do that for him unless it was like a thousand bucks. I'm not doing that. But if my, if my I doubt if, it's that much. Yeah, no, that, I don't know. But if my if uh, if my masterpiece prime show up like that would be sweet to get Peter Cullen to uh, if I could take two of the uh, two. And I have I have a legit G1 from the 80s prime in a box. Um, but it would be pretty neat to get like the one of the masterpieces signed by him or the old school, you know, G legit G oneer, because right. um, that one's that one's straight up vintage. But uh, yeah, that'd be fun. I mean, I can't have him sign Megatron, <laughs> or Soundwave, <laughs> Soundwave Superior. <laughs> well, I mean. Kidding. They may, but sometimes sometimes I'll have Frank Welker too. So you never know. No, to have both of them would be great. To have both of them would be great because I um I've got some pretty neat Megatron pieces too. I I don't know. Anyway, we'll we'll cross that bridge later. But let's circle back on that. But uh, anyway, let's get out of here. And get you guys to bed, man. Go get some rest. I'll catch you on the flip side. Uh, appreciate y'all hanging out tonight. It's good times, and uh, that's gonna be a lot of podcasts to clean up. So this is probably gonna take me. This will probably show up on Friday for y'all because. I'm going to be busy tomorrow. <laughs> sure. All right, gentlemen, go get some rest. And right. uh, as we always say, good night now. Peace out, brothers. Later, bros. Later, man. See ya. <laughs> Till all are one. Damn right. All right, good night, gents. All right, good night, man. Good night. Boop. I can't believe Mark made it that long. Good on him.
Yeah. That, that's impressive. Randy, you look so like you were face fucking that mic a few times. Yeah, I know. I I was dozing. Um so it looks like autograph on items is eighty bucks. Oh. Uh, and photo ops is sixty dollars. Oh, that's not bad. At least that's what it's saying right now. And yeah. Saturday and it looks like he's gonna be there Saturday and Sunday. Oh. All right. Well, yeah. I might have to try to do one of those. I would probably try to go early where he's fresh. Um, but yeah, then we'll probably go Friday so I can get the the you know the book so I can see what's uh, when his photo ops are. And you never know; he actually might have a panel or two where he talks about you know doing all the voice acting and things like that. Because some of these guys do panels that are actually really cool. Yeah, I've seen some clips from panels that he's done, but uh, that that would interest me. It would bore my kids and Sarah to tears, but it would interest me. Well, right. no, no one. It's, it's family present for yourself, you know. I mean, it's it's a Justin present. Let's be honest. Family present. Yes. <laughs> All right. All right. That All sounds right. good, man. Let's follow up with that. All right, gentlemen. Go get some rest. Merry Christmas. Have fun. And uh, I guess uh, I'll catch y'all next year at this rate. Who knows? <laughs> Seems I don't know. that way. Are are y'all around, Shannon? Are you guys going to Kentucky or anything? He said they are because he's already left. Oh, well, there you go. He's already gone. But yeah, he he said that. I think he said they're he, they'll be back on Sunday, but that they are they're going to mm. Kentucky. All right. Yeah. Because Mark well. asked him. There you go. Cool. All right, dude. Go get some rest, man. Later, bro. Yeah. Later.